Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> everyone welcome back to another episode of the moto aftermath show i believe we're on i didn't bring my sheet but i believe we're on episode 170 173 we are here on location at redbud immediately following the redbud national the traffic is heavy and we are here to wrap up the race so if we mess some stuff up if there's some things we don't talk about please forgive us we have literally next to no cell phone service right now the race literally just ended like 25 minutes ago. So we're just talking about what we know, what we saw while we were here at the track. We're gonna have some guests on today, which will be awesome. A whole smorgasbord of people, including some guys that did race today. So this is gonna be an episode for the books here. Now, before we get started, let's thank our sponsors. So first off, would like to thank our presenting sponsors. First up, Justin's own, BC Pizza. Gourmet yeah. pizza, breadsticks, whole menu, full menu. So BC Pizza out of Kalamazoo and Plainwell. Make sure to check them out at bc.pizza. Links in the description below. Also want to thank our biggest sponsor for getting us here this weekend and being here and being able to do all the content we've been able to do for you guys this entire Redbud week, TLR Coatings. They've been with us since the beginning. TLRcoatings.com. Make sure to check them out. All your powder coating and coating needs. Follow them on all the major social media networks. We post pictures all the time of all sorts of cool projects we're doing. We do shipping nationwide, so make sure to look us up again, tlrcoatings.com or any major social media networks. Also wanna thank Premier Custom Trailers. We have our new moto trailer coming hopefully in the next month and a half here. Um, so keep a lookout for that. We will be doing a full review, probably a little bit of a build out on it and uh, roll into the races in that thing. So premiercustomtrailers.com. If you need a trailer, commercial or how does that go? I don't have my sheet. I can't remember how this thing goes. I have no idea, man. Yeah, commercial or residential, I guess. Non-commercial. Uh, PremierCustomTrailers.com. They're located five minutes south of Kalamazoo, Michigan, in Schoolcraft, Michigan. So make sure to go check them out. Also want to thank uh, some of our other sponsors that help us do some prizes and things like that. So we want to thank JT Cycles, JTCycle.com. And we want to thank the Dirt Bike Depot, uh, the dirt dash bikedepot.com look them up for gently used pro gear now starting the show here with us first we have a first timer at any motocross event period and what a hell of a first event to come to post-covid post-covid red bud Fourth of July, that side by side is sick. By sorry, there's so much going on right now that we are probably gonna if get people come running through point. here. Don't be surprised. It'll yes, be awesome. Or people start yelling. If there's background noise, we apologize. We are literally in the parking lot doing this. Anyway, first pro motocross race ever, first motocross event ever, first post-COVID event here. We have Matt from Ohio. Yes, sir. And Matt just seems to be parked right by us, so this is why Matt's on the show with us. Now, Matt, this is your first motocross race you told us. Indeed. What did you think? You can hold that just a little closer to your mouth. It was... Give us a full rundown. Everything I expected and more. 
Uh, I mean, really, I uh, was expecting a good time as a spectator and just a joyous event like uh, the Triple Crown of horse racing and a lot of shenanigans in the horse in the infield. Minus the mint juleps, but yet uh, also minus the fancy hats and more of a redneck good time like I'm accustomed to where I grew up at. And How many beers did you drink today? All of them. Great answer. <laughs> Great answer. And what is your what is your drink of choice there? Uh what do you what do you got what do you got in the koozie down here? Natty light. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you guys buy the big pack, the hunter pack, a natty light? I got fifteen on the way here and then drank whatever was the cheapest one we got in there. <laughs> oh yes. FYI, if you come to Redbud from now on, you can no longer take beer into the actual track itself. And I warn everyone because as we went in this morning after second practice and went back in after the rest of the truck, confiscated. there was piles of free beer unopened because you cannot take it into the actual infield of the race. So just so everyone knows. Um, so what were you most impressed by with the pro motocross races? Uh, like the organization of it, like, it's not just uh, people out here on their pedal bike uh, doing it. Like there's there's a whole people fixing bikes as people dragging bikes off the course when they wreck them. It's not just about the racer. It's like there's a whole industry behind it. I guess it's what's so impressive. Yeah. Like holy shit. That uh, this. This is a pocket of America that people don't know about. That is very true. We're, we're doing our part to try to get that pocket of America broadened mm -hmm. by a lot. So it's great that someone like you is here. So now you can see it and you can go tell people that maybe have never been here before how awesome it was, what it was like. And then who knows, maybe they watch a race. Maybe they come to a race. Maybe they see it. They then buy a dirt bike. This is the kind of growth we're trying to get. So... There's a Jetson shirt, and I need one so bad. Dude, that one that I one thing that was that coming so out in that second moto as they were walking out of the tunnel was still pretty sick. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, sorry. Distractions. Go, anyway, Jack, go. Anyway, Matt, do you have a do you have an Instagram handle? <laughs> no, I, I am old school, and I don't social media at all. Yes. You still have an Atari? Uh, one with a chewed up joystick. That you is got, awesome. <laughs> you got you got Snapchat. You on Tinder? What's it? What's Nothing. The Nothing. Nothing. So the farmers ladies, only. The ladies can't find farmers only. Plenty of fish. Nothing. No. Christian Mingle. Man, you're really Nothing. you're really killing wow, me here. Man. We're I'm trying, trying to set you up for something. You I'm, try, I'm trying to get people if to you, if to you come find you. Me, you gotta you gotta dig through a court of law and be like, uh, <laughs> okay, this is why he's not social media. All right, all right. If you I say that, so. I respect that. Any other thoughts on the race here before we bring in our next guest? It's spectacular. Um, no complaints. Awesome. Very good Are time. You, okay. Are you coming back next year? I don't know. I, I came with uh, with my in-laws, and uh, if they come back next year, I will. I, I wouldn't come back on my own because I just feel like a weirdo. There might be even even bigger race, our version of the Olympics here, come next year in the fall. Which, if that's Which the is case, like what if this if this seemed big to you today, yeah, it's it's not even close. How do you mean by your version of the Olympics? So motocross, we have our version of the Olympics. We call it the motocross of nations. 
It's, and that's yes. where everyone from, like, if you think it was busy today, we actually had that event in 2018. It rained for three days straight. I mean, pouring rain. Like, this was a mud pit. They had to tow every RV out, everything, right? There were twice as many people as what we're we here We have today. our three best riders from America and then every country. We're France, Argentina, Russia, Germany. They take their three best riders from around the world. It's the best thing ever. Well, if you can bring any... Uh Eastern European, Western Asian women in here. All of them. Along all, with of them. That, all of them. All of them. Then, then yes, matter. They can't, find, they they can't find you on the social media, so They'll you're kind of here. screwed on that point. <laughs> Anywho, you bringing him in? Actually, she's coming in next for a few minutes. All right. So thank you, sir. We, we appreciate love you coming new on people the show. At the track. Yes. Absolutely. Glad you Tally enjoyed it. Our sport. Make sure to check us out on YouTube. 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 I will. I've heard of that. You've been Even on YouTube? Even I don't show social media. Do you have I've a smartphone or are you still on a flip phone? What's a flip phone? <laughs> He's like, I still have a dial phone. <laughs> I still have a dial phone. I don't know what you're talking about. Is that one Rotary tied phone. to the wall? Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of a flip phone. I'll take that mic from you, sir. Thank right. you. We appreciate it. Thank you so it. much, man. Absolutely. You have a wonderful rest of your day. Yes. A safe trip back well. to Drive Ohio, safe. okay? Thank you. All right, kiddo, come on in here. Oh, boy. All right. Next up, everyone, we have my six-year-old here. This is Miss Ellie. Miss Ellie, how are you today? Good. Yeah, and this was your first pro motocross experience, correct? Uh-huh. Now, you went to Supercross with Mom and Dad in Indy and had a good time there, even though you don't really remember it. How was your first pro motocross race? Good. Yeah, what did you like the best? I like the big jumps. You like the big jump, the big one we watched this morning? No, the, no, the one in the corner. The one in the corner? Yeah. Which one's she talking about? Do you know what she's talking about? Before, the one with uh, the Oh. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Was it was it scary when the guys crashed? Uh, which guy? The guy who lost a his thing? Any of them. Well, the guy who lost his teeth was scary. The guy who lost his, well, I don't think he actually lost his teeth. Dad was just joking. Austin Forkner absolutely framed the shit out of Loraco's second lap of first practice. We will put that video up at some point on YouTube here. I'm going to do probably just a Loraco's compilation because I recorded literally both A practices of Loraco's in slow motion. So we have slow mo of everyone jumping it and casing it and crashing on it. But anyway, um, but yes, that was probably the scariest one for her because I was pretty gnarly. Um, now you and mom also did something pretty fun like this afternoon. What did you guys do? We went on the helicopter that's flying by us. We went so high that I had a tummy ache, but it was fun. <laughs> oh yeah, it was fun. Did you sit in the front with the pilot? Uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else you want to talk about with the race? Were the, were the snacks good in the VIP zone? Yeah, and I also liked the pretzel. You also that liked the pretzel, oh, the, the pretzel with cheese you got this morning? And I'm so excited to get the cone thingies. Oh, the snow cone. Yeah. Okay. Do you got an Instagram handle? <laughs> What's an Instagram handle? <laughs> Classic. Oh, I'm just kidding. All right, kiddo. Thank you for coming over. Here, I'll mm -hmm. take that microphone from you. You can go back and sit by mom. We appreciate it. All right. So next up, so we can start talking about the actual race here, we are going to bring in one of our semi-regular co-hosts here, Mr. Tom Cooper. 
Hey, Tom. What's hey, up, everybody. buddy? Everyone, happy, happy birthday. Everyone comment down below. It is Tom's birthday, so everyone yeah, wish him a happy that. birthday. No, I'm wearing my MX Designations 2018 hat. I'm there feeling pretty go. good about it today. Nice. There you go. How old are you, sir? I turned 32 today, actually. And did you drink 66 beers since you turned 33? Probably 67, because that's my number <laughs> forever. I'm thinking that's a good number to go for. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's your Instagram handle? Are you on Tinder, Bumble, Plenty <laughs> of Fish? Did you say Bumble? That's maybe yeah. true. Grinder? No, Grinder. No Grinder. No Grinder. Uh, uh, not on that one. Oh, man, that's too bad. Okay. All right, boys. Let's get to talking to this race here before we get some of the pros over here. Um, so you guys want to start with 250s or 450s? Beautiful day for a race. It we should start in practice because you guys happen to witness a couple things in practice that <sighs> okay. I missed. Yeah, know? so we'll start with practice. So we actually stood right at the – we stood in the grandstand right at the top of Larocco's. Because Levi Kitchen said he was going to huck the leap first yes. practice. Yeah. So Levi Kitchen called out on Swap Moto Live yesterday that he was going to huck the leap in first practice, no problem. So my thing was, first look, race too. I got to see this rookie huck this jump because it's a big ass jump for 250 bikes. Period. Now the stars, they you the star Yamahas, they usually do pretty well getting it, but it's still it's rough. Needless to say, he let me down. He did not huck it Thrasher in first was practice. Actually the first one to uh, size it up on the star team. Thrasher he was. Great, he didn't have great results, but I really thought he rode well today. Levi Kitchen? Both of them, really. But, yeah, we'll but get to Levi Kitchen. We'll I get to, we'll get to Levi one. Kitchen because, we yes, there is well, a lot to talk about. I honestly about. think what happened is, and I guess we could kind of talk. I mean, we don't really talk about the tracks anymore, but, like, we've had this conversation with Kevin yesterday. Kevin Morans, by the way. Yep. Hubert, Bobby Piazza. You know, they've changed it where they haven't been ripping the tracks as deeply because, yep. you know, the big thing is it turns into slot cross. You just stick to a rut and you get locked into it, you know, for three, four sections in a row. You know, and, and it doesn't – so – it makes for better racing for the fans, but not so much sometimes for the riders because there's no separation. Yeah, they didn't but water didn't it you, very deep. Didn't either. you think today this the dude? This, I mean, I know I got rough, but this is the smoothest I've seen the national. Yeah, and it was really bizarre. Usually, Red Bud they they water very deep to start practice. So when you get in there. It's like the first practice is hard to even hit the main line for the first bit because you, you're like sinking oh, it's a, in. Oh, it's a highway. You're, you're just holding in. a wide open. Yeah. So but what I think what happened is because we didn't see more 250s hitting it, yeah. instead of it being deep where you're just bogging down, I almost think it was greasier. I think it was a loose top, and then mm -hmm. it packed because Meshi was talking about this. He goes, usually, you know, you come down the elevation, and it's it's like it's pocketed where it kind of cupped out where I think it was a loose top layer, and then it hit the bottom really quickly, which for people like us who have been going to this race and coming to this track for years – like I said, this is the smoothest I've seen the Redbud National in I don't know how long, man, 25 years. So we've been talking about the 125 races uh, or 125s on the show between Travis, myself, and Justin and yeah. Cole for a while. And I wish they had the all-star race today here today because I got an RM 125 that is just dying to ride a track like this today. Redbud's my one of my favorite tracks. And with it not quite so deep, I could actually ride it on 125 because last time I was here on it, it wasn't very. It wasn't hardly going anywhere. Yeah, it's not fun. I mean, it's like you're holding a wide open, but you're literally just dog paddling around the track. Yeah, especially it, when the ruts get <laughs> g'd out and stuff like that. But track um, looked fun today, though. I will tell you that. I'm gonna be real honest with you, though. I mean, I think it was the first 250 moto. No, it was the 450 moto. I don't remember a time where 30 minutes into a moto, seventh through twelfth was within four seconds of each other. And and That's I know true. that the riders will say, oh, it's it doesn't separate because it doesn't separate. You know who's got good chassis setup or good technique but man i hope they keep doing this i hope they keep not ripping it deep i loved it 100 percent. it I allows like the guys to move personally for as a, as a I, racer yeah. i really like a because rougher, you see whose track. technique is better and stuff but i mean i wanted to punish these guys yeah straight up. I, 
I agree with that. I just I think I'm trying to look at it from from like you know uh, a new fan's perspective. Yep. You know that they can see it and they're like, oh, it's a really really good racing where you know if you're somebody new to it and you see a big gap, you're like, well, these guys are supposed to be pros. That's Why what I really closer? like about that today is that everybody stayed pretty. I mean, there was a lot of spread out and there was a lot of lappers, but the the front guys there wasn't a James Stewart out front by 30 seconds. There no. wasn't any of that stuff going on. So it was a good exciting race every moto to watch. It was a, it was a good one for that. Yeah. Yep. Sexton was the only one that I really seen move forward, and that I mean, we'll talk about Frenchie, but Sexton came from pretty far back that first moto. Yeah, and I it, it, going back to your point about the tracks and how they're ripping them and stuff. I so you didn't think it got rough at all today? I mean, it did, but not like regular red buds. I think it got I rough. But it was. I think kind of like what Kevin alluded to is, is there was section where it was a balancing act because the ruts. Yeah. But I think that was more the faces seemed a lot. They peaked them more, so they were a lot thinner at the top. I think it's where, it it where a dry you, base today. Where too. were you watching from? We were all over today, but one of the things that I did notice today was there was a bunch of holes, like before the corner, before the rollers, the red bud rollers. Uh, the inside, you, you really had to jump from outside across the corner in the inside and then get back on the whoops because the outside had a big fat hole in it. So you had, if you came around the outside, you like fall into the face of the first hole and it eats your momentum up. So. I mean, I guess maybe I have to watch it on TV to see if any fast guys are doing it, but you really have to go across from the outside to the inside to have any kind of run of those ro rollers, which weren't very deep today, too. Having it drier like that, Red Bud doesn't get quite so any of this going on. At, at Look, any you asked Tim Ritchie, and there's no sand on this track. Yeah, yeah. Th there's no sand. Sand, fake news. No sand. It's fake news here. See, I thought... So, so far, through the first four rounds we're through here, with them not ripping stuff that deep, I, I think it provides for better racing. I will agree with you. It doesn't get quite as deep. Yeah. And usually we don't have quite as many problems with Red Bud being such slot cross like we do something like High Point or Thunder Valley, which I thought the racing was so much better at those two because they did not rip it deep and we yeah. didn't have the slot cross. Here... It might have not quite worked as good for us because the track didn't get as rough as it. They're, clean, they're cleaning the shitter. <laughs> I, so I, when I was as young rough. coming here, they didn't water a lot because back in the 90s, they didn't water tracks. Back in the all. 90s, this was a hard pack it track. Was, and I it think was that there is something to that having a slippery or drier track, although I don't like riding slippery tracks personally and I don't like dust. Uh, I think that it brings a lot of that. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of the advantage of having a lot of traction where you got guys that are just riding these factory bikes just fucking flying. Yeah. French, but whereas like a 125 or 250 two-stroke, for example, you're spinning around all the place, so it keeps them kind of together. Similar thing you got with the with the track uh, track being dry like this, especially on the base because you don't get a lot of grab. It's pushy. I'm going to be really curious to see how Southwick goes. Yeah. I mean, it's not as deep as it used to be, but I'm really curious to see how they prep the track. We're gonna get a good indication of they're gonna if they're gonna keep doing this because if they, if they don't, I mean, they don't really rip Southwick to begin with. They just kind of drag it and then roll some spots. If it breaks down like it did today, where it's just it's it's hard the whole time, I think you're gonna see a lot of dudes getting sketched because I mean that's already a fast track to begin with, and it's gonna be even faster. You might see some pushback from some of the riders that we need to slow it down a little bit. As a rider and as a mechanic, Southwick dry whatsoever is a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because as a mechanic, you're sucking dirt. You're lucky to make it through the first model. As a, as a rider, it's faster, and it's, I mean, it's different rough, right? Especially but that straightaway when you come back across the start before you originally go back in the woods where it's like fourth gear even on a 250F. So I just saw Ryan Dungy post a TBT from I think 2011 when, when Hurricane Andrew, yeah. I think it was Hurricane Andrew went through yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I rode that and it was the funnest ever. Hmm. Like, <laughs> being from Michigan, like Baja and sand like that, you know, you're growing up that kind of sand, it's different when you go over there. The local boys have it figured out, but being there when it was rainy was a blast to ride that. Hmm. Interesting. 
Um, okay, so do we want to talk about, well, did we ever talk about Fortner Freeman? No. Okay, so practice started off. Fortner, second lap of practice. And again, we'll put this up. I'm going to do a whole compilation video of LaRocco's leap in slow motion with different dudes. Um, Fortner, second lap of 250A practice one, just goes for LaRocco's. Soon as he left the lift, I went, nope. And he absolutely framed the fuck out of that thing. Bl so hard, blew his throttle hand just right off, and then elbows over assholes tumbling down that, that landing. Uh, Kevin went and talked to him in the pits, said that he when, he, when he asked him what happened, he just basically said, I fucked up. That, that was, was it. all he had because that's all that, that was happened. all he had. Um, we actually, I mean, the lady standing next to me, she was like, he just knocked all his teeth out. I'm like, well, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, that, was actually probably, at that. that was actually probably Kenny. Um, oh, but, yeah, Kenny hit the ground hard, too, that second moto. No, I'm talking about Kenny when he came up oh, so yeah, short yeah, in that probably. second moto on the on the Rocco's. But, um, but anyway, so, yeah, so 250 practice was interesting. No one in 250B was even remotely trying it. And then the actual, the, the funniest thing for me was the... You want to know who greased that in 250A practice, the first one? Barice. Really? Privateer. We'll call it Privateer. KTM. Absolute. Jumped between two dudes and greased really? the leap. Yeah, it was pretty Only impressive. guy in 250s I saw grease it. So the, the corner before, I don't know how this looks on TV. I haven't watched it yet. But from my perspective on the track, the corner before LaRocco's was such a clutch thing for LaRocco's today. And being that it was drier and pushier, the corner was never good to get good, good momentum around because it was inside was kind of up and peaked, so you wouldn't hit it on the inside. And then the outside being kind of like off camber, well, the outside never had a good line around it. Far the whole time I watched today, no. it never had a good line. So you have to like kind of be able to walk it around there and be able to motor up it on a 250, maybe a blue blue 250. But other than that, good luck. Well, even the blue 250s. So. We saw Thrasher try it right first. Thrasher tried try. it. Uh, I think Colt tried it once. No, Colt Colt did not. Colt didn't try it. Colt okay. sized it up. Jamar, we knew wasn't going to do it because if he framed Jam it, his wrist yeah. already jacked. And uh, and uh, Cooper did it, and they all framed it, dude. Like in practice. And you're like, lucky to be okay after that. Oh I've yeah. Seen many many people leaving a hot, in an ambulance. We, I've, I've seen that. I've seen chassis how many folded. Did, how many did we see in 250A? Like not factory dudes, just frame it and what? Who was uh who was that one guy? Flock framed it. Jesse Flock. Well, he went yes. over the bars. Yeah. He went on the front wheel over the back side. Yeah. And just bounced. Yep. So, dude, it was gnarly. And yes, I, so I got a question for you guys because you've been doing this a lot longer than me. Why do they not push that corner out another? 10 feet and make it they used, I mean they used to I mean so that jump before is, Laracos. A, is a huge thing for yeah. this track right they, everyone they talks to. about Laracos 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 why do we make such a short turn with a fucking roller where we cannot well get it like I mean because okay 450s we know a lot of those guys can get that pretty regularly they were really stretched they were today. struggling today but a lot of them can usually get it and get it pretty easily well, and, and like, then why why do we not why do we not push it back so that that way it gives the 250s more opportunities to do it as opposed to less opportunities to do it so see i want to say in 2010 when everybody really started going to fuel injection when the bikes got a little bit crisper it was easier to tune actually the corner was and it got over to the point that the top 15 250 guys were all hitting it. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody was doing it. It didn't it didn't matter what color bike it Which was. Which I everybody, like that. Yeah, and that's good. But I think they got word to the point they're like, well, this is supposed to be the quote unquote biggest jump in on the circuit. All of our small board bikes oh. are doing it. And there's a camper backing up. <laughs> um <laughs> wow. 
That really is hilarious. Weird. That is right I like there. the shade, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave it parked there, bud. Thank all you. The, all the small ball breaks were doing it, and I think that they're thinking, well, this is not. Okay, and I'll, I'll agree yeah. with that, but can we find a middle ground? Every year, they, they move the, the, especially for the national, they move the corner before Larocco's. So sometimes it would jog over a little bit and then do a little zig and then a zig. Oh, yeah, the hockey stick. And that was the, dumb. And like they've done a couple changes since they moved Larocco's over 20 feet or whatever, uh, that they continue to change the corner and they're not given much run because bikes no. are so good. But it's kind of like. Well, especially guys, with the roller there, too. You guys, you got to at least have it to where you can carry your momentum around the corner. I would say the fact that we only saw, especially in that 452nd main, that we only saw like basically the star guys, and then Norin was jumping it pretty Noren consistent. Norin was talking to just about Noren was lap. actually the most consistent guy 12, jumping 13 that. place or whatever it was. Yeah. He was doing it to just about every on lap. A sta- on a basically yeah, if you can make KTM. it, I mean, honestly, if you can make it, enjoy the ride. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> throw one for the fans every lap. Throw, pull Dean Wilson, throw off a whips every lap. Have some fun with it. Yeah, I just think that they – Maybe it was just this year, because last year I don't remember it being that bad when we were here for the two races, and the years prior I don't remember it being that bad either. Just, I think they misjudged it this year, and they fucked up slightly with it, and it caused it caused it to not be as cool as it could have been. Yeah. Like, we could have had way more dudes jump it. I mean, the fact that Kenny is on an HRC Honda, and he is framing it lap after lap after lap think, after lap until he just quits jump and Tomac didn't jump it. I think yeah. Tim Tomac Ritchie, jumped it once all day. I think Tim Ritchie's getting word of the point because Larocco's is still perceived as one of the gnarliest jumps in the world, not just in this country, in the it's world. True. It's true. That I think he got word of the point that he was sick and tired of everybody doing it. So he goes, okay, fine. I don't care how good your bikes are. I'm going to make it where you can't do it. Yeah. And no. I can respect that Maybe. from that end, too. I guess. Because for him, he's a track owner. You know, this jump is world-renowned, and everybody does it. Yep. And he goes, well, I'm going to make it where you guys can do it. And if you can't, that's your problem. I guess. Get a better drive out of the corner. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I would so. like to see, I'd like to see a little bit better corner line. Because when you come off T3, which is also a very difficult jump most of the time, <laughs> the, yeah. corner, the corner is really close, and it's difficult to hit the corner with good momentum. On my 125, I literally went wide open around the outside, barely made it. Yeah, even, Moran's Kev, actually, even Kev was saying. He's yeah, like, Moran's actually I made a comment. He's like, "Dude, I hate that jump." He's yeah. like, "Cause if you don't go outside on 250F, you're not you're not making it." Yeah, you're just clanging and bouncing down. The main line right out the inside, which is really good to come out of the rollers and kind of land into that last last little dinky roller on the inside to soak your your speed up. The one line you got out of there, it's like if you're on a fast bike, yeah, you're fine. But even that, you're like, you gotta well, fucking hit it good. <laughs> Dean yeah. Wilson ended his day on that on T3. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, dude, he, he went. Oh, Jeff yeah. That's Bad. where the red flag. Kenny's gonna get penalized. Yeah, Kenny's gonna get penalized because Kenny Kenny was the only one, of course, and he jumped it. And we'll talk about that when we talk about Kenny in the 450s. Let's yeah. let's get back to okay. 250 talk here. Let's yep. keep someone on track here. So let's talk about your boy Levi Kitchen. Good first moto. Good, good first, first moto. moto. Well, the big talk with him is because he's still doing Loretta's, which, if you ask me, I don't understand. Because really? he has all those dudes covered. Yeah. What if he had a good first moto? Why are you looking at me like that, Tom? I'm not looking at you like that. I'm, I'm over him still racing Loretta. Oh yeah, I didn't know yeah. You could. That's I don't understand that. He's doing Loretta's and then he's doing the last five. Yeah, the way That's it works. Bizarre. If yeah, you score, it's a dumb. You can't score 40 points. Yeah. If you score over 40, you have you can't do Loretta's. Yeah. What? So yeah. you you mean to tell me like two thirds of the gate can go race Loretta's? Pretty yeah. much. That's really bizarre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if Chance Hymas and Jet Reynolds, all of them would have showed up today and they wouldn't have scored 40 points, they all can go back to Loretta's. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Um, yep. So anyways, the big talk was, well, what? Because even though they like to say that's not a thing, if he did good the first moto, would Star let him do good the second moto? Oh. And uh, he had a good first moto, worked his way through. You kind of say we're at the end of the moto about 30 minutes in. He's like, okay, this is, you know, this is gnarly. It's hard. And then the second moto got a terrible start, went down. And uh, I think in his mind he goes, well... 
He goes, the first moto got a top 10. This is gnarly, which we all know it is. He kind of just, hey, I'm going to take whatever points I get. I'm, I'm healthy. I'm going to go to Loretta's. I'm going to win. And then I'm going to focus on the last five. You know, there was a lot of hype, and I'm one of the guys that hype in him because I, I, tr I truly believe Big it. Like, I, don't, hype. I don't hype a lot of amateur dudes, but I believe that this kid is going to be a champion in a few years yeah, in the 250 good. class. I, just, I think that everybody realizes how gnarly it is when you first get in there, but I think that he's like, hey, I'm healthy. I went down, which I think he went down because he was in top 10 or top 11, and then he went back. But, uh, I mean, here's the thing. He beat all the dudes – like Volan, if Volan would have been racing him at Loretta's, he beat Volan. He caught and passed him the first time. I liked moto. him today. He had a good yeah. day today. He beat Thrasher. He beat Fry. Uh, who else would he have been? Um, who else was it in the 250 class that he, you know, if Mumford still would have been in there? He beat all the dudes that he grew up with that went pro in the last year, and he proved his point, in my opinion. He, he also proved my point that what the fuck is he doing at Loretta Lynn's after this? Cause yeah, I don't, I don't purposely, I don't know who this for sure, but I don't think he wants to be there. I, mean, I think I, the I team no wants problem him with there. people going and doing their, chasing their goals. That's cool with me, but he's pointless. Okay, so so Whatever. he rode he rode well. First moto, I was impressed because he was pushing forward. Even late in the moto, he was pushing forward. Yeah. He, he did reach a point where he realized he was not going to push any farther forward. Yep. And so he kind of just, like, backed off and, and It looked like he got in. tired to me because his shoulders, like, he looked yeah. like he was oh, yeah. trying to survive. The right-hander before the finish, like, he dropped in that outside rut, and you saw his hip shift. And then he cross-rutted, and he rolled on, and he wheelied, and you're like, okay, he's definitely, like, his arms are hurting a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. I mean, dude, he's not used to doing 35 doing, minutes. Doing his first rookie, like, to start you, out at Red Bud, of all places, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Red oh, yeah. Bud. So, I, I, I know where you're going to go with it, and I know they say the hype train's a little bit too high, but once again, that is exactly where I'm we going. don't really know what he was going in thinking today. That's you know, funny. we can all well, say this. Well, we don't technically. However... When you're on swap moto, the swap moto thing the night before, running your mouth about how you're gonna jump Larocco's yeah, and stuff, I it, think he was buying into his own hype a little are bit. Are you are you saying we just had another Michael Essie incident right there? I don't I don't know about that man because he rides with those star boys all the time in California. Look, man. here's the thing. I'm not I'm not talking. I'm not gonna talk shit. I think it was a good first rookie ride like yeah. we said he's yeah. still going to loretta's so he's still got that on his mind the last five yes he'll probably come out as a little now he's got some experience obviously yep. he'll probably come out as a little more ready to go and really thinking that i think between the hype that we heard because we all heard the same thing that like he was smoking all the other star boys at the test track mm. Um, including Justin Cooper, which okay, Justin Cooper's lead, or you know battling for the championship. Yeah. So if he's smoking Justin Cooper, well then you start going, hmm, okay. Now we all know too that the practice track is much different than the racetrack, and I think we saw that today. But again, I think he bought into it a little bit, and then 20 minutes in that first moto went, wow, this is a lot more than I thought. Here's the one thing I'll say though is, and he was the he was the third best star guy today out of all the guys he was mm. racing the only other two guys that were beating him is a two-time national champion which yes he's coming off an injury but it still is jeremy martin i was so impressed with him today and the guy who's getting second in the points right now yeah. so if yeah. you're asking me he beat nichols he beat fry he beat thrasher well like, in all fairness nichols had a bike problem second moto but he still beat him the first moto fry i don't know i mean fry's a, a well he's fry, well fry's, fry's on a stock bike fry's missing parts but yeah, we won't get parts. into that yeah, he's one fracture. That's the, the way I call. look at it. Is is if you, if you want to get down to where he finished, the only two guys that beat him are the two guy, the one guy that was leading the points at, at second round and then crashed, and then the guy who actually is second in the points. Yes. Now, now like if you would have got beat by all of them, 
then this would be I would have a totally different tone right I don't, now. I don't want to I don't want you to think I'm really talking shit. I'm just saying I think the hype was more than what yeah. the than what the reality that's fair. was. That's fair. And and we'll find yes. out like I said, we'll find out after Loretta's and you know yep. if he's coming in healthy cuz I think it it's Unadilla, Buds, Crawfordsville, Paula and then Hangtown. So we'll find while well, we're going to California tracks. So we yeah. talk about Volan, how good he is at Paula. Yeah. Levi Kitchen's pretty damn good at Paula himself. Yeah. Yes. So we'll find out. That's the great thing about this. We'll find out. We will. We totally will. So I really like Maximus Volan's style. He he looked so good today. He looks like he's riding a BMX bike half the time with the way he connects the track. The way he the way his posture is with his back, awesome to watch. It is it's well, an unusual look and it's fun to watch. It uh, it also helps too that your dad Talon's a badass yeah, or was cool. a badass. Well, probably still is a badass. Probably still. Okay. Your, your uncle Tyson was pretty good himself. Uh, so let's talk about let's talk about Jay Coop's day, Justin Cooper. So let me throw this out there. Okay. Uh, besides practice, I'm standing in the first moto right at the end of the finish line, and I see a oh. 32 bike <laughs> doing this. Oh, I I'm saw like, that. What? How the hell? I what? literally, they came around, and so we're in the VIP tent, right? I'm standing there, and I'm watching him go around the corner, and everybody else looks back to see who else is coming, and I see Cooper just slide off the face, and I'm like, oh, my God! So what happened? Foot peg or what? I think he tried to scrub too hard, lost traction, and because literally he, like, by the time he hit the lip of the face, he was laying on his side going off of that, and I was like, holy shit. For the fans at home, the finish line here at Redbud is not a challenging jump. It's right out of a right-hand 90-degree corner where you jump up into the uh, into the corner and you hit a, hang a 90-degree right, and then you're kind of already turning. And then you hit the face that goes up, and it's like 40 feet or something. But it's, it's very, probably it's very easy. It's, it's super the funnest lift. jump around. It it's is so fun because everybody, even if you suck, even if you're on a four wheeler, you you're gonna scrub that even thing. Jump it's it. so much fun. Yep. Unless you're Justin Cooper and you land in your Unless face. you're Justin Cooper well, and you slide if, out. If, and you, yes. if you want to be real, I mean, and that's the thing. If we can keep going on that, and you know I'm not a big Justin Cooper fan, but, like, I I give him all the props in the world for the fact that he did that out front, first lap. Yeah. Everybody's bunched up. He didn't get hit, so he's lucky on that. End. And the fact of how quickly he remounted and yes. was able to get back going, like, in the snap of a finger. Yep. That's very impressive I, to me. I may be mistaken, but if I'm correct, the he fell off the right side of the jump, which is perfect because when you yes. come out of that corner, you naturally go all the way to the right, and then you kind of scrub to the – or you go all the way to the left, and then you scrub to the right. So if you fall – on the right side, your enemies aren't going to be really hitting in your way, so you can just jump up in and get your bike and not be yeah. not be standing there like, hey, yep. wait for everybody to go by you. No way. Actually, does the water does the water truck lane go over that there so you even have that extra there on that oh. side, I think, now? I don't remember. The water I don't truck know about lane, now. I don't know yeah, about now. I think now. it does because it used to – so they used to have to open the gate, drive the water truck through there yep. where the tunnels were and then whatever, but I think it actually goes over the tunnels oh. now. So I think that's up top there. Like, there's extra space on the top. So I think – I'll have to go back and watch because I did see the replay up there, but I don't really remember it. I think when he did it, he actually fell off onto, like, basically the water truck lane there, so it made it super easy for him to get on his bike, and yeah. then you just go down. You can't really just go down the water truck lane, hop back on, and you're good to go. So, in my mind, yeah, he got super lucky with that and still fought back. What did he get that first mill? You remember? I think it was third, fourth. Fourth, something like that, which was, I think no, was No, I a, think you're right. I think it was third because he got, he, got, he got J-Mart. Yes. Now, then the second moto... I mean, <laughs> dude. I mean, what what do you want to say about it? He, but well, I he mean, won. he won, and he <laughs> uh, say he, won. he did dam he did damage control, and, and so did Jet, and we'll get to Jet. But uh, I want to talk more about the guy who got the overall with a two two. But in my opinion, has been the fastest guy through the last three out of four motos. That probably should have three moto wins out of four. <sighs> but just 
I was standing at the podium when he walked on, and the whole crowd, the whole crowd's chanting RJ, RJ. You go down I two times, in a, you go down two times in a moto, and you still almost win. The fans and this here is the know. Thing. Everybody, watch, everybody who one. watches this show knows how critical Travis is of RJ, and it's fair, <laughs> it's warranted. And I'm not the biggest RJ fan, but I'm like, hey, RJ, when he's on it. He's one of the fastest dudes in the world on a 250. He's kind of like AC, but he doesn't give the same credit to AC. But see, we're gonna get to that. But that was a weird thing with his fender doing that. Yes, yeah. it was. We'll talk so, about that. Here's the thing. Like, even you, when I looked at you, and you go, "Dude, you just you can't. You got to give him credit." And you go, "Yep, you you have to." I did. I did. I completely. You were like, "Dude, he's he's moving." I'm like, "Yes, he is today." Which was so heartbreaking for him to not get a moto yes. win. Yes. Like yeah. that's the thing. He should have won, like I said, the last he three out of four. He was flying. Yes. yes. He should have won both of those motos, and it's, it, he did it to himself. He went down four times today, I think it was. And the high point thing was not his fault. The chain snapped or whatever. In the second moto, he was just bad. So here's the thing. He's been the fastest guy the last three out of four motos. Doesn't have a moto win, though. When the hell does it happen? I don't know. Him, you got to be like, what the? We go, to, we go to Southwick next, right? He's getting the sand, yeah. So this changes everything. Frenchies are really good there. Aussie boys are both really good in sand. Oh, Jet Lawrence like, is, is a damn gonna get real interesting. They're gonna get real interesting. So that's the thing. I I I, I asked the question. When when does RJ get a moto win? Because it's like, dude, what it, does he have? Does he literally have to get the start and get such a gap that he can crash three times? I was kind of hopeful as a just a, you know not not a homer if you will of a fan. I was kind of hopeful to see some fireworks from the two four machine. I want to see him get aggressive with somebody yeah. because I find that there are good racers that are young that are good at being a racer, but there are Racers like Cooper Webb that'll get in there and Dale Earnhardt a guy around. Yeah. And that may, that takes them to another level. And I feel oh, yeah. like he's right the two four is ready for some of that. I just I I'm gutted for him. I I, I like I said, you gotta put it together. It's thirty five minute motos, that's why we do that's why we race, you know. But man, if if you're if you're in his shoes or you're in Husky shoes, you're thinking, dude, you've been the fastest guy the last three out of four motos. You should have three moto wins. You should be in this points chase. It's I'm like, curious dude, what it, where it's at right now. Yeah, I don't Our know. Our fans in the comments will tell us, but I, I look forward it's to just, finding out. It's frustrating to me. I, I really, you know, I don't really, there's a lot of guys that I don't really care if they get moto wins. If they do, they don't. Like, if you put it together, like, you deserve it. If not, like, even Jaleek Swole, I gave him credit at high point. Not the big Jaleek Swole fan. Going 1-3, yep. good day. Today, he struggled. But it's like, if you're if, if you're RJ, it's like, man, what is it going to take? Does he have to get a 20-second gap and then crash three times? I don't know. I think, I, truthfully, I think that he's been continuously improving a lot, and today showed that. He he was the guy out there today. Yeah, like, Jeremy Martin was also the guy out there, but, like, when RJ was battling with Jet, I put was the mic, like, Put the mic a little. I was like, damn. Do you think, though, in that second moto when he went down, though, and Cooper pulled a little bit of a gap that he might have? And I said the same thing to Travis. I look and go, and RJ's in shape, and you're right. But I go, I hope he didn't gas himself. Yeah. Do you think that at that second moto when he went down and Cooper got a little bit of gap on him and he couldn't close it back in quickly that he was like, okay, I'm fucking tired? Makes you wonder. Tell you that. Because he used a lot of energy that first moto. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care who it was. They'd have been gassed. It's a good thing that for being July 3rd today that it's it wasn't not super, hot. super hot. Like, it was like mid-80s and the sun was, you know, it was not a cloud in the sky, so we're getting hammered by the sun, but you weren't out there melting down like yeah. it was pretty good for for pushing yeah yeah 100 percent um okay so then we can talk about jet i guess damage control that's that great moto. first moto yeah great great first, first moto so good second moto bad start crash on that on that off camber uphill yeah. i don't I know six what or happened seventh. i think that's oh. six yeah or seventh. six or seventh one of the two and he was, the he second was moto. Like, Way back. Barely to top 20 i think he was point. actually at like 20 he was seventh or 20 yeah he, he was, was he was way back uh, pretty impressive 
But I mean, to get back there, yeah, yeah, basically damage control got out of here. I think you figured close to, if not the same amount of yeah. points difference between him and Cooper as yep. when he came so in. Probably like yep. 11 or 12. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, in that second moto, you could see even late, he was still pushing because he was trying oh, the kid's cardio to get is good. more. The kid's oh, cardio yeah. is good. No He's sick. It's going to be, like you said, it's going to be interesting in Southwood because you got a lot of guys in the 250 class right now that are very good sand guys. Yeah. Yep. So, it's going to be very interesting, you know, and. And I'll say this, and I'm not predicting anything, but uh, the last time Jet raced a, uh, a sand track professionally was in the EMX 250 class over in Europe, and uh, his lap times were three seconds a lap faster than the fastest guy in the MX2 class at 14 years old. Wait a minute, what about uh, the the uh, MX designations after Redbud? So the 2019 designations. He, I, don't, I don't think I don't he rode there. He didn't ride that no. one. No. Too young. No, too, too young. young. Yeah. So. Uh, Jet Lawrence is really good in the sand. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see that. And I was out uh, back to the podium. I was out over at the podium today, and Jet didn't win. And, like, they were going crazy for everybody, especially, like, RJ. They were going crazy for him. But when Jet Lawrence came to the podium, it was crazy over there. Crazy oh, 100%. over there. Next to Kenny right now, is Jet Lawrence the most popular dude in motocross He's in the world? bigger than Kenny right now. You think he so? Might not have his he might not have a bigger number, like, overall volume, but the, I'm serious. The crowd was going nuts. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's just impressive. I think it's just because the kid, he's he's confident, he's outgoing, yep. you know, he, he's a good-looking kid, he, he's got the swagger, he's, yeah, he's, he's Aussie, so that, that helps, too. Yeah, it sure does. You know, um, I like him. I'm, a, I'm more of a Hunter guy. I've yeah. hunt, I think Hunter, I'm not trying to allude to anything, but I think Hunter has a little bit of, he's got some issues going on right now. Think so? I do. Um, he changed up his diet program for Supercross because oh. he was cannibalizing, and Coach Rob, we, we talked yeah. to this with Coach Whatever he was doing his first two years here, it was cannibalizing himself. So I think whatever he had going on in Supercross, they got figured out. I think it's going backwards for outdoors. That's he my opinion. Good he, he looked, looked good. good today, but I've Bad yet to see. Too, eh? I've yet to see the hunter, the hunter from last year and the year before that when he was when yeah. he won races. When so he, when he killed everybody here at Redbud for the designation. Yeah, I've yet to see that guy. So Ooh. and I'm not saying that, that what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying I have any info, yeah. but I just think that he might have something going on. But uh, he had a good day. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's the thing is, is that even though Jet, whether he has 11, 12 points or whatever it is yep. over Cooper, seeing RJ today, like, dude, this class is wide open still. Yeah, I think this is going 100%. down to the final round. It, we're still early, frankly. I yeah, mean, I mean, four it, rounds in. It's not, there's not much going on as far as uh, compared to the rest of the, the season. And I was really, I was really proud of Jeremy Martin to come back today and and not Jesus. only be a beast and just do it, but also to come back and kick every kick everybody's Fractured ass. Fractured wrist, broken scaffold, bum shoulder, broken finger. Still on he's the still box. kind of he's still kind of in the mix. Yeah, he's still kind I of. I mean, he's gonna he's a, I mean, some of the stuff that he's got going on is not gonna heal itself. But like the fingers, that'll be fine. Like the the shoulder, whatever. But the fractured wrist and the scaffold, like that's gonna be kind of hard. Yeah. Um, is he in contract year? No. Yes. He's, well, yes. I thought he had one more year next year. With no, Star. he was a one-year deal. Well, that's why that, he has to be out there performing. Then that's, yeah, all, yeah, that's yeah, part of his that, thing. We're not gonna. That's a black. We're not gonna get into that. That's. Hey, I have, fuck it. I'm going for it. But we're here. We talk about whatever we want. I so. think that right now, J Mart's getting fucked. 
the yeah. fact that he has to race this weekend with all that shit going on. You just think he had to, or you think he just chose to? I'm gonna be real honest with you. I think he had to. Yeah. No, no. I, I'll be. I'll tell you. I think he chose to. I think he chose to because I. I honestly think. I honestly think 250 wise, he could get another ride with Star or whatever next year. Like some. But he two, wants the 450. Some 250, ride. but he wants the 450, and that's why he's out there because he's yeah. trying to put in some results to sign a 450 deal. But he wants the Christian deal. Craig deal, and I'm telling you this right now. I believe you because we know how J Mart is. He's a. He's got the heart of the line. He doesn't quit. Yes. Oh, so but I'm also thinking that if he doesn't go race, they're like, well, we'll keep giving you a 250 ride, but you're not getting Christian's ride. You're yeah. not getting that deal. But what's Craig doing next year? He's not. He's the same deal he's got going this year. 250 Supercross, oh. 450 Outdoors. He had a great day today. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he and did it was too. funny. There was we'll a picture of him signing a deal with Bobby Regan and then a two seconds later signing a deal with Brad Hoffman for the Factory Yamaha team. Yeah. It's hmm. two different contracts pretty much for the same team. Interesting. Super uh, interesting. I love Red Bud. But uh, can we talk about a guy who had a quiet day who uh, is just – and it's kind of his style. Joe Schmoda. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, just solid, dude. He made noise this morning in practice, too. God, fuck. He looked great. Yeah, I, he made noise this morning in practice because he wadded it in uh, <laughs> in the corner after Loracos. Yeah. So that inside, I don't know if you were watching this morning. So that inside, they had that little, like, jump thing built. Yeah. So you could, like, Those triple, are three little rollers. Yeah, where so like, you, oh. could, like, you could, like, go inside, like, triple over, whatever. The problem was, on the other side, there was, like, this fucking sinkhole, dude. And it bit, I don't know Bogle, how many dudes. Bogle landed like, up Bogle under the bike. did it first lap, too. That's cool. Ended up under the bike. Schmoda did it first lap. Like, it was hilarious, dude. But Joe, man, he's quietly he's, good. He's right now <laughs> quietly good. Well, we just talked about this on yeah. our last show with Coach and Johnny Hopper. Like, right now, he's, he's, the, uh, he's the top guy on that team going into next year. Oh, 100%. Mm. That's like why he, he's already Like, I don't care about McAdoo. I don't care about Fortner. I'm a Seth Hamaker guy, but I don't care about him. I don't care about Smitty. Joe Schmoda is the top 250 green rider right now. Wow. Yeah. He is the top guy. Did, would you have imagined when we were sitting here one year ago oh, we no. would be saying that? Absolutely no. not. Well, Considering how that his, was one, his, this one, one year ago was his breakout ride. One, one year ago, I also wouldn't have told you that Geico Honda was, wouldn't exist That's anymore. True. So. That's true. But, no, like, changed. Joe, did, I, I – I, I think that's awesome. I love the kid. Yeah, I love really his. I love the way he goes about things. I love that American culture is still due to him. So like when he's talking, yeah. it's kind of like quirky because you're like, dude, you've been here for a long time. There's a little bit of charm to it, honestly. Yeah, there is. Kind of. It's not like the over the top with Jet with the Aussie thing, but yeah. it's still got the same feel to it. <laughs> but I like I like the kids that are quiet, man. Like he just goes and does his work, yeah. and he's freaking killing it. He is. He's doing I love real it. well. I love it. And he's a big f you to everybody that kind of like, well, you know, you. You know, you don't really deserve to be on that team, and you know, you don't deserve this and that, and you know, we kind of have an idea of how he's on this team right now, yeah. right now. Yes. But going into next year, that—that's not true. Yep. And yep. Then, yeah. And we I wish I had seen Mitch Payton today. I didn't see him today. Hey, nah. we saw him under the tent. We were in the yeah, pits, yeah. but we didn't go up and say anything. Yeah. There was an orange line. We were not supposed to cross. Yeah, the we weren't line. supposed to cross the line. Which it's, is super uh, funny because the orange line was in front of every truck. Yeah. The only truck we got yelled at was Star. Some dude was, you know, it was just a red butt employee or whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, sorry. And he's like, no, no, I'm sorry. And I'm like, well, it's, it's not really your fault. Like, they're telling you what to do. Yeah. But it was also funny because literally everyone was across the line talking to people. <laughs> and no no one at any other truck was saying anything. So, anyway, um, who else do want to talk about in 250s here before we move to 450s? Pierce Brown had a bounce back ride. Pierce Brown had Pierce a good Brown, day. Down in the Brown. Yeah, he had a good day though. Yeah, it wasn't bad. That was that was pretty good for Gas Gas. Mosman had a rough day. Second moto down in the first corner. March Banks had a terrible day. March Banks had a terrible day. Crashed the first this? moto. Visor is a shark fin. Second moto was just kind of so so for him. He really fucked me on fantasy. So Todd Masterpool was doing had a really good second moto. I never even saw him. I didn't notice him. Yeah, he was, today, he was, was really, seventh. I really he was seventh wanted him to do moto. really well. That's good. Yeah, he was seventh. 
Yeah. Uh, Jace Kessler had a good day. Had a good day. Stock 250F. Stock 250F. I think so it was top good. 20 both yeah. motos. Yeah. Wow. Like, doesn't even have an exhaust. That's very hard to do. He's run that 800, yeah. bro. He's good. <laughs> he's 800. We're on that 800. He's so on he's that good. blue crew. So. Any, what, did we talk about Hunter Lawrence already? Not we, barely we, a little we, bit. A little bit, but. I mean, it was kind of a quiet, like, okay day. I but still am under the impression that he's got some stuff going on right now. Well, maybe. Me physically, not mentally, physically. So I, I didn't catch what happened to him in the second moto, if he just got a bad start or what. But the first moto, he was battling with those boys the whole moto. Well, he closed yeah. the gap on RJ and, and Jet, and then yeah. he kind of lost touch with them. Um, that was a great race. I think I, he's going to have a good Southwick. I think, you know, we're going to some track. Well, we're going to Millville in a couple weeks. He won, he's won a moto there. Yep. He won an overall there. I think it was an overall. He won the moto. I know that. Alex and Jeremy will both be back by Millville, too. Yeah, Alex yeah, we is saw, when, we saw, when we saw Jamar in the pits, I told Travis, I want to go up to Jamar and be like, hey, man, when's your brother coming back? <laughs> Don't really ask him how he's doing. Hey man, when's uh when's Troll coming back, buddy? Yeah, I hope that I hope that they get that ironed out because those are two good guys that yeah. deserve to have a bit more in their career. Um, yeah. I don't. Schwartz had an off day. Styles Robertson. Good starts. Ran up front, as we said. If that gets, cardio was got, on. If got that, tired. If that cardio was on point, though, I mean, he was pacing J Mart. But yeah. it's like I told you when we were watching it. Getting the start, running up front, learning the pace yep. is going to be good for him. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, he's young. It's, he's what, well, a rookie? Is, well, technically, this is his first full year because yeah. he only did outdoors last year. Yeah, so and it's he like, didn't do all the rounds. He only did a few. Yeah, so it's like, okay, cool. So if he gets used to running that pace, then he'll build cardio Well, here. you want to know one of the reasons why he's doing so well? Because he's, uh, he's working with Mike Brown. Oh, is he? Yeah. Dude. He's working with Mike, Mike Brown. Awesome. He's been, Brownie was, run, was running around here. But, yeah. but yeah. Can, we talk, can we talk about Jalik Swole for just a second? I said this to you during the moto. Yeah. Fla flash in the pan last week. I don't know if it's that. I just like flash the, in the pan, good start, and just happened. The to starts get definitely lucky. help in that class. He is a he is capable. But this right? but this class is deep though. We know that if you yeah, don't get a start, yeah, unless you're terrible, unless you're jet, it's going to be really hard to move forward. Yeah. Well, obviously RJ. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was really impressed with him today. Because I think that if Jet or not Jet, if Jalit gets that same start that he did at High Point. He's probably top five again. It's just one of those things yeah. that everybody is so close. He has so the close. ability to go fast. Just some tracks, he's a little bit. He has an easier time going fast, especially when he gets well, a good start. Well, another thing, yeah. we'll see. We'll see at Southwick. We're talking about a Florida kid grew up in the sand. We'll see how that oh. goes for him. Maybe it hopefully, goes well. A, hopefully, AC figures this shit out this week because I want to see him go out and win. Well, Southwick. let's let's save that for four. Anything else with two fifties before we move on to four fifties? Pretty good. You want to talk about Jeff Walker? Let me talk about how <laughs> eight five machines should be out there. Damn it, it pisses me off. No, oh, buddy. Should be racing right now. Oh, I buddy. He's, I know he's healing up. Well, yeah. do we, we want to – I mean, I guess it's that big of a deal. We can talk about how – because we did a thing where him where, like, his reaction, yeah. some of the stuff that he was saying about this is the first – because this is the first time he's been in a race Yeah, this is the first riding. time he's been to one without riding. That's cool. Just his attitude. We, I guess we can kind of let him know some the of the stuff The thing is, is that I wanted to – I can't look forward to talking to him because in my career, I crashed and got hurt pretty much every season. And he's when very I was sad hurt, he didn't get to talk to you. To when I, I'll no, see him trust me, we we know that his shoulder probably is okay after some of the stuff that happened to him today. He, 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 when he when he finished the bike build yesterday, he was here doing he was with pictures Anton. with Anton. Uh, looped it out backwards first and then looped a stoppy on it. On the new bike. On the brand new on bike. The brand new bike. <laughs> brand and he landed bike. on his shoulder and he was like, I guess it's okay. I guess it's okay. What I was saying about that is when I would be hurt, I would learn to be faster. So when I would come back from from being hurt and I would go back to riding, almost every single time I would be faster because I would have learned yeah. to be a faster rider when I was hurt. So and then I would come back and I'd be all excited and I'd fucking haul ass. Well, for me at least. Yeah. I feel like for him, he's kind of, he's here learning, right? He's not. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not like he's just sitting there drinking beer, well, right? Well, and I was telling, I was telling him, and I, I mentioned to Kev too. Yeah. I was like, so. You um, 
like in Supercross, obviously he figured his starts out, right? So he's he's over there getting basically hole shots um, in Supercross. Yep. Last year when we watched him here, his starts were okay but not great. So if he takes that momentum he was doing in Supercross with the hole shots, comes out here and say hole sh starts hole shotting motos, even fading, he's still well inside the top twenty. Yeah, he he goes fast. Yes. So, okay, that's enough two fifty talk. Let's move to four fifty. One of our dudes already bailed. Yes. Not, not good. He just called me and told me that his phone died. He had no service, and by the time he got service and stuff, he's already in South Bend. So, what about sorry, Bobby? I'm late. I didn't I want to come. Bobby yet, but his van's still parked <laughs> up there, so he might. I text him, but I haven't heard from him either. So anyway, doesn't matter. Whatever. We're doing the show. So, uh, 450s here. Um, man, I mean, this is. This is, say it. this mean, is Frenchie's title, Frenchie's I guess. Frenchie's winning this championship. You have anything to say about that? Are you going to argue that at all? I got something. Hey, throw me that beer right there. Hey. Oh, boy. Throw me that beer right there. Oh, boy. Toss it over. Something Here we go. Are, are you going to chug you this on camera? It's okay. Are you going to chug this on camera? Are you going to shotgun this beer right now? Are you going to shotgun the beer on Here camera? Here goes to Frenchie. I'm really proud about that. Oh, 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 oh. I love it. Whoa. Yeah, I saw that happening with Joe, so I figured I would hold this for you. I love how he just said that, though, when he's drinking about the most American beer there is with an American flag shirt and American hat. I love it. We talked about that today, that we have Germans and Aussies and everybody else winning in, on America's birthday in the United States of America. And the best at the best track we have here. Yes. Uh, and it's kind of, you want to see Americans win, but it's, uh, on the other side... You want that's, a, that's a hell of a way to earn it right there. You want to know the sad thing? The only butt, butt patch I saw today was on Kenny's pants, and it was an American flag. I Is really that not the saddest fucking well, that's thing? that's what I said that was funny to hit. Well, that, that's funny. But yeah. funny, that first moto, <laughs> when Kenny was out front, you got a German out front, a Frenchman in third, and the most American motherfucker on the planet. He Aaron Plessinger in second. Great he had day. a great day. He looked <laughs> awesome. The mullet, the vest. Oh, it was the mullet, awesome. bro. It was definitely the mullet. That's definitely the, mullet the mullet was helping him today. Holy that's shit. funny. Yeah. It was awesome though, but yeah. Um, AP's coming on. I'm I'm sorry right now. Like I told you, like I I, I love Dylan. I love Kenny. It'd be yeah. cool to see Kenny win the championship. But I told you after a certain round, I think that Dylan, if he kept doing, was the way that first moto went for Kenny getting out front. And most of the time when Kenny gets out front, he goes and hides, yeah. like he gaps. Yeah. And Dylan ran him down. Well, with like a minute or a lap to go. Yeah. And I then even so came out strong in that second that. moto, caught Tomac, but ran out of time. Yep. Yeah. I think right now Dylan just proved today that he has no flaws in his – he's no chink in his I, armor. I don't have an argument for it. He, that dude is so fat. The only thing I'm still going to say is, man, hit, the chance of him hitting the ground, in my opinion, is still so much higher. But obviously, like we saw today, I mean, dude, Kenny wadded his shit and Dylan did. in the second moto. And Dylan hasn't. Dylan has yet to hit the ground. So Dylan is thing. proving me wrong. The way that we talked about this on the show before, the way that those Frenchies ride where they kind of tiptoe around the track, yeah. he doesn't do it as much as Purcell and those guys. Yeah. But you don't have that, like, trying on the reg. But right his edge. racecraft, like, though, like is, his racecraft, though, is so yeah, it was fun fucking insane. So yeah, I, I'm going to say this, that if, if, he, if he gets this to double digits by Millville, and I know that's still early, that'd be round seven. No, six. It's it's a done deal. Like it's not it it's done. Like stamp it. It is it is so wild to me how bad those 450 Yamahas have been up until this year. Yeah. And now you get a what is he 28, 29 year old? 28, I think. 28 year old rookie on a Yamaha 450, and he's gonna win this fucking title. 
<laughs> like, I mean, barring ca- catastrophe. I don't think he's going to win it, but I think he could win You don't think it. he's going to win, win it? No. Who do you think is going to win? going to win, man? You really think I mean, dude, Kenny's, Kenny's the only close one. Like, they've already put up 40 on third place. I was going to say, they're gone from third. When 94 or 3 get hot, good luck. I mean, but three, but see, here's the thing, and, and I, three's too far back. Like he, three is yeah. way too three's far back. Too, too, too I'm not so much back. saying about him coming in from the points. I'm saying if Frenchie gets seventh and seventh and Plessinger beats him and shit like that, like. But here's the thing, though. I don't think he's getting seventh. I mean, I he, don't think that dude is going to get really any, good. I don't I think he's I getting any worse. Justin, like, do you see that? Because I, I would mean, love to agree. Like, I would love to agree with you because I want to see you go down. Yeah, yeah. But if you're if you're going to different tracks, like the, he's. There are tracks that some drivers are though, way better at. Here's the thing, though. We're going to Southwick, and he's really good in the sand. It, and I don't want to hear anybody say Tomac yep. sand because he's already been proven. It's Washougal that I'd be like, oh, Tomac's going to. Yep. I uh, really think AC should win next weekend. I just think that right now, Frenchie, like I said, I'd love to see Kenny win. But we kind of saw in Supercross where Coop played the mind games with Kenny. And anybody can have their stance on that. But, like, yeah. it is what it is. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that Kenny right now is probably a little bit defeated because when's the last time you've seen him get out front? And uh, is that still going? Yeah, it is. We're good. When's the last time you've seen Kenny get out front like that mid-moto and somebody track him down? Well, let me put it this way. Ken Roxon doesn't scare me like a tiger the way he has in the past and the way no, other riders not do. Not at all. So I think that he could come out and, and kick ass, but I don't think he's – I think Fre- I think the way Coop was in Kenny's head, however you want to think, if he was, he wasn't. I think right now Frenchie's in his head. Great analogy. Cooper yeah. Webb is a ferocious fucking tiger. Oh yeah. Yes. He's a man amongst boys in Supercross. And that mental, just that alone, forget about the speed, just that alone is such an advantage. Yep. And I think that when Ken Roxon has that, when Ken Roxon has that, <laughs> that he, uh, yeah, he's he's the guy to beat. But when he doesn't have that. He wins sometimes if he gets a good start and runs away with it. Yeah, I just I, I think right now that uh, I just think Frenchie, I think he's checking all the boxes for me right now, man. Yeah. I don't think yeah, that he's there's really good. I he's, just I just don't see it. He's doing it for me too, man. Like, and I don't want to trust me. I'm not a French. I'm not Frenchie fan. I'm a Dylan fan. I'm not. A, I'm not a. I'm not a Frenchie fan, man. But man, dude, Here's, he is just. You know what? <laughs> he's not showing flaws right now. Yeah. Like he is. And put he could it go into Southwick and hit the deck. Like we just don't know. Yes. But what I'm saying is, I haven't seen it. He's gotten super sketch yeah. a few times this year. Hasn't hit the ground. What's scary about he this comes is through the pack. Oh, and his cardio is through mechanical. His bikes are always really good. And his cardio is insane. Yeah. Like obviously, it proved that second both motos. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I hope this doesn't become a runaway quickly. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real honest with you, boys. I'm afraid that if, if, if this keeps happening, it's going to be over with. I don't think it could be a runaway. Both races today, they were still right there. I don't think we've had a single race this year. I don't, no, no. I don't mean as far as the way the motos go. I mean as far yeah. as the points, oh, the yeah, championship. Yeah, I, I'm a, I don't want to see this like it was not Supercross where the titles wrapped up around yeah. early. I, I don't want to see that. I hate that. Yeah. But Which is crazy because, once again, we talked about it, the deepest field ever, and it's two dudes, right? True. Yeah. It's two fucking guys. Let's talk about we're four rounds in, though. But right? Yeah. Let's talk about AP7, though. Oh, so impressive! Bullet, man. Super impressive. He looked honestly going back to what we were saying about He's the Frenchies. He looked like he was patient today. Yes, yes. I have. It's very seldom you see that, especially on a 450 ride. But look, we, he come into the corner when he was trying to chase him down. He come into the corner and he, you could see him like just be patient with it instead of so like trying to slam into it like Barsha does that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, this is this makes sense today. Then glad Yamaha used that first right to refusal. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's good. Stand out of Yamaha. So weird. It's good juju. So weird. But yeah, well, no, great. Let's, ta let's talk about the third Yamaha guy, though. Christian Craig. Oh my God! Impressive. Yeah. Impressive, ride. right? Yeah. He what, said five, he was five? coming. He said he was coming five, prepared. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, and he's proven it. Yeah. People can say what they want about that man, but you know what? Yeah. He is just damn good right now. The thing is, it's like okay, so we've seen him on a 450 outdoors, and he's always. He's just pretty been good. good. He's yeah. been good. I mean, good, what? He's good, really consistent. been outside the top ten. I mean, if he does a 450 indoors, do you think he does the same thing? Yes. I think he's too. I think he's too fucking talented and too smooth not to. I'm just. I don't know if his aggression and early in a Supercross race is there. We don't know how aggressive he's going to be, especially with the big dogs, and we don't know how his longevity will be in a Supercross season. Yeah. But he's another one of those Josh Hansen kind of guys that's got the perfect form and can mm -hmm. haul ass. Yep. And if his head's good and if he's not, if he doesn't mess up around and be out of the points, he's a contender too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just like it. I, like I said, the more parity that we have, I, I don't care who I don't care who it is. Yeah. I don't care if it's Freddie Norton, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, if, if we got dudes battling, I do not care who it is. Hmm. Um, a little shout-out to Zach Osborne today because when we were talking about last year's results and he had a 1-1 race here last yeah, year. Yeah, what was that, the yeah. Friday race? That was a Friday, Friday race, Because right? yeah. AC got the, the Monday race. Yeah. I hope that he comes back and can have that kind of success again because he's I pretty far along. He's riled up. No, 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 I don't, I, no. I'm not talking about him personally. I Coming from somebody who knows what's like that back injury, Yeah. him at his age – like I don't that's not getting any better I don't care what they do back injuries it's like knee stuff yeah, there's only so much you can do for it, it doesn't, you never want a career to end on not their terms right you want yeah, them to go yeah. out thing. You, you, I, am not, I don't want to put this in the universe right now so to say but I it's one of those things. It's like he's teeter tottering on he the end of today. it. He was here today. He was here today. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was. Cool. Yeah, Justin's like, you better take a picture of his bike, too. That'll be the only time it's got a number one plate on it. Isn't that a bummer? Just like when Grant uh, Langston won, yeah. won his championship, yeah. he never really got to use it. Like, it is, it is unfortunate because I'm not a Zach Osborne fan, but I've always said I admire his determination, his ferociousness. You know, he goes, I couldn't get a ride Can't here. Stand his he, goes, style, he goes to MXGPs and, and kind of tries to muck through it, and he comes yeah. back and he wins a fucking 450 title. That it never and has two happened. Or, well, three 250 Super. Or, that has never titles. happened in history. Yeah. That's something to be no. said. It's yep. impressive, man. It's impressive. No, he's, he's, yeah, he's definitely put his name in the record books as one of the one of the best for you know. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, uh, let's see. So we can talk I, about AC. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird. I've said it. These are AC things. It, this is who he. Is. Is, this, is this who he is? No, if These he had, if he things. didn't have bad luck. If, I know. If he didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck. Yeah. That's all there is yeah, to it, man. Yeah, how the hell also can you go 35 minutes in a 450 moto with your front fender tucked in like ben, that? That's going to be so sketchy. And it never move. Oh, man. That was so weird. When you said that, I was like, I didn't even notice it. Uh, and then when it came around again, and then I was like, that's three laps in a row now. It hasn't moved. And then it just never moved. Yeah. No. When you come down off the and you're landing and your forks go to, to uh, collapse and your fucking fender's in the way, you got to be like, I hope I don't crash right now. Yeah, right? pretty much. So, man, the poor kid, he just, and it's always the same thing. Like you said, he tucks the front. Yeah. yeah. And I said, and Tom, maybe you can maybe you can speak on this a little more. Is it just, A, a Kawasaki thing, or B, a bike setup thing with him as to him always tucking the fucking front? Well, it's really easy to do that now, especially on days where they water the track like today. We were saying earlier in the show that it was kind of a drier base where the, the dirt's pushier. Yeah. So when you come in and you're a front-end rider like Sans Rulo is compared to a Villapoto that steers with the rear, moving the back end of the bike around, Yeah. AC comes in and plants the front end and goes. Or maybe not so much exaggerated, but when you have that issue, when you're, when you're coming into a corner that's pushy and you have that style with your riding, 
you're going to run into that. And hmm. that's one of the reasons that I don't like riding dry tracks because I, ha- I happen to be the kind of rider that pushes front ends like that. And that and it's, it's a difficult thing, tell yeah. you that. And pretty hmm. much every one of AC's dumb moments, and I don't call them dumb, but like whatever, is it's corner stuff. Because, I mean, we've even seen this issue with the exiting of corners. He's still leaning in when the transition is straightened out and it's not a corner anymore. I was really bummed to see that today from him because he won last year. Yeah. Yeah, I well, they had said before the first moto that he said, okay, I think this is my day, this is good. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I know that he qualified second, and he, he was good, He you know, whatever. But that first moto, man, he kind of got dropped. And yeah. he didn't crash. No. I don't know if it was one of those things because the pace, which is two, because it doesn't make sense because AC's intensity at the beginning of motos is insane. I just don't know if he just wasn't controlling his breathing that first moto and it was a little more intense than he thought it was from everyone instead of just one or two guys. But, yeah, like, it was weird to see him get dropped that quickly because, I mean, 15 minutes in, he was a non-factor. Yeah. Which is weird for AC because that's never really been the case with him. No, not at all. Ass. Um, okay, next question for you, boys. is uh, Tom, I'll ask you this. Is, uh, is Eli Tomac, like, fixed? Is he back? I oh, mean, boy. he's won two motos now in the last It makes you wonder. Two out of the last four. Okay, so let's compare him for the first time ever to James Stewart. With okay. James Stewart, with James Stewart, you knew that he could come out and kill everybody. Anytime and, he wanted And nobody to. would be able to do anything about it. Yep, separate And Eli Tomac kind of has that, too. And you don't know if he's going to show up as Eli Tomac, the real guy, or if he's going to be the guy in, on a three-bike sometimes shows up. Well, Elito is what I we call him. I to him yeah. on our last show, and once again, I'm not a Tomac guy. I'm yeah. very critical of him because it's warranted. Um, it's scary to think that those Yamahas are starting to get good. <laughs> Or some people say, well, they've always been good. But they're like, they're obviously the 450s are good now. Yeah. This is the first time they've been good since Stu won a championship. They sure look good out there under the 14 machine. Eli Tomac's going to be on that, that bike next year. Yeah, is that signed, sealed, and delivered? Oh, yeah, it's done deal, man. Yeah. It's 100%. Done deal. If, uh, if these bikes are as good as they are, and Eli just decides for the last two years of his career that he just wants to decimate everybody, I mean, if you're everybody else, you're going, well, this fucking sucks. <laughs> This is a problem. At least in outdoors. Supercross, not so much, because I think we're going to see the Cooper Webb show for quite so a while. So we're going to have Tomac, Ferrandis, Maybe Craig, Aaron Plessinger, and Christian Craig. AP, maybe. Maybe. That's and a pretty, pretty good uh, semi Yeah, right I there. mean, good roster. That's, uh... <laughs> Bro, when we were there today, like by the semi, I had to pan... To film all the bikes in yeah. the 250 truck, yeah, but like how, pan, like, and this is silly season talk. But how wild is that to think, though, that at least in Supercross, because Christian's only for outdoors, you're gonna have Eli, Dylan, and possibly AP as your squad. Like, CC's outdoors only. Yeah, he's only 450 outdoors. He's going back to the 250 for Supercross. Okay. That's like, there's so many weird eligibility things in this sport. Yeah, it's super <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Um, that's crazy to me, though. That's like one of the best three-man rosters yeah. I think we've ever seen. Hey, before we go over the rest of the race today, I want to say on the air right now that the news earlier this week about Supercross going back to the AMA instead of the FIM is the best news that I have read in I don't know how long. This is a very, very good thing oh for boy. the sport Travis, of Supercross. Travis, don't even. Don't. We don't have time. He literally is the one that sent it to me and was like, thank God we don't have to talk about the fucking FIM anymore. Yeah, this and we get USADA instead of WADA, so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's one part of it, but just having... I find a lot of issues in the things around the world with people that like to push off the, the, the bill on everybody else. Oh, it's not my job. It's somebody else's responsibility. Oh, I didn't fuck up the, the yeah. call. It was Whitlock or whatever. Well, bring it in. Let us do it right. Let, I'm not in the AMA, but I know a bunch of people that are, and I think that we can do a better job, and we can respond and make changes in the ways that need to be done instead of having those bozos 
Giuseppe Luongo or whoever the Gi- hell runs Giuseppe? it. Giuseppe? However, yeah. they, I don't even know how to say his name. I think it's, it's, yeah. Giuseppe doesn't run the FIM. He's He runs Ustream. Ustream? Well, yeah. whatever. You know what I'm saying. Though. Yeah, he was the MSGP guy. Those running, I, I'm happy to have Bigelow and our guys running. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what Supercross, what changes uh, going into 2022. Yeah, I'm excited because I think there's going to be some big changes. For the AMA side, I don't know who's... Hope you all are ready for 20 rounds. I know nothing about... I hope they do that too. <laughs> It's gonna no. It's gonna be you watch. No, we're want, gonna run Tuesday rounds. Like we're gonna run I seventeen they, Saturdays. We've been about this on I don't show. I love this and cross, multiple man. Tuesdays. I told Kev that this week. I was like, dude, I hope you're ready to go twenty rounds in Supercross. He's like, dude, I was born ready for that yeah. shit. So, no, boy. he's pumped on it. But we're gonna do that, man. We're not gonna get any more outdoors, but we're gonna do more Supercross. As long as we get twelve rounds outdoors, I don't give a shit. Ah, as long as Kevin we'll Morans see. doesn't do a Forkner and get wifed up and blow the career up. That will not be Look, a thing. Man, no, I can't. I can't. First I was, off, I was going to say something. As I, an avid patron slash sponsor, that will not be a yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I was going to say something from earlier today. I'm not going to do it. That's funny. Not a thing. All right, who else we want to talk about in 450s? Can we say that we hope Dean Wilson is okay? Because that was a bad crash. He wrote off. I told yeah, him. I know, but I don't care, though. Like, what with him with having EBV and then him crashing as hard he as he did. He cross-rated up the face of T3. Ejectocito. Went, went to Ejectocito, Indonesia. Like, it was bad. But what I'm saying I is, even, though, even though he wrote off, like, he's got EBV, and now if he's yeah. got an injury, like, I just... If I were to get the point, we don't have a Husky team. He raced today with Epstein Barr? Yeah, he's has. He's yeah. had EBV since, uh, what, Thunder Valley came out oh. after Thunder Valley? Yeah. Yeah, he's wow. got EBV. Um, what I'm saying is, is that if he goes out, there's no more Husky team for outdoors. Because they mm. say Anderson's coming back, but it's like he's pretty much signed for Cowie. Why the fuck would he come back? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. He's not He's not about that Wolfgang life anymore. Yeah. Well, he's pissed Bobby got screwed. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. So that was all my point is, is that if Dean's done, we don't have a Husky team for the rest of outdoors. Dean's Dean. Yeah, Dean's also going to be retiring soon. You yeah, think so? that's a thing, too. Yeah. Is he going to Is he gonna do a... Uh, AJ Catanzaro and make more money doing the YouTube oh, or what? Boy. Maybe. I, I mean, don't know. How big is YouTube? Is it? Is I it mean, big pretty like much all of his videos never on. get less than like 250k. Oh, Listen, look I it was up. on a, actually, a couple different teams in a few different ways with AJ Catanzaro, and he's a great guy. But he is such a better teacher and entertainer. Yeah. Well, that's kind of why you don't see him outdoors because he pretty much said, "Well, I don't really need to do outdoors." And I don't blame him. I mean, He's no offense against guy. AJ, but like, yeah, I don't really know. What, I don't. I, he would have made the mo. He obviously makes the motos, yeah. but I don't really don't know what like where his speed at because we haven't seen him ride outdoors in how how long. Not sure, but I know one thing for sure is that I, if he continues to ride the supercrosses, I'd like to see him come out. And make some real noise. Yeah, Dino's got some uh, big numbers, buddy. Yeah, he's got 207,000 subscribers, which yeah, is got... bigger than Walker and um, and what's it called, and AJ. So yeah, yeah. and I mean, you look so at if his... he went full, if he went full blow on that, which I'm surprised he hasn't gone full blown on that yet. He yeah, he can make some money. Well, you got to think the Uncle Earl video had like 20 million views. So oh yeah, and like he's doing good. Like there was a when Houston Supercross track preview yeah. that was like 167,000. Yeah, so he he could do okay. How yeah. does Team Fried stand in there? I, I wonder Hold about up. that. I don't really know much about it. I just like one of those I don't watch the videos. No. Yeah, Tom, what is it, Tom? Tom Yeah. Yep. Good dude, what too. What a great name. Good dude. <laughs> do you do you know Jernet? No. I figured you would have met Jernet. I may, I may have met him or, or had I mean, he's been around. I, with him. I, he's been around for a while. Dude, Team Fried's only got 24,000. I don't really know. I'm, I'm not really into YouTube that much. It's I, like I watch old, YouTube videos, but I'm not I mean, dude, it was, it was a solid question because Team Fried's pretty big. When you watch their videos, like... You know, they got the shenanigans that is Anderson, but, like, the videos, like, the only way I can equate it is 
It makes you feel like you're watching a 90s moto video. It's I got like the, like, the punk music. I like that. Yeah, kind of like with the way Carson Mumford does his stuff. Okay, so, so is that more of an Instagram thing then? So let's so let's run this down here. So Fry, Team Fried's at 24,000. Yep. Dino's got 207,000. Walker's got 193. Hold on, let me look up AJ here. AJ's probably got, what, 85, maybe? 85,000? No, he's more than that, I think. Maybe not. I don't remember. 69. That's great, number. <laughs> great number. Great number. Great number. 69,000. Great, great number. And AJ's killing it. So, um... My neck. <laughs> my kiddo fell asleep in mom's lap over there. It's hilarious. It's pretty cute. Literally. Sitting straight up. That's so hilarious. we talk about when That's Kenny, because we saw it right in front of us when Kenny crashed. Oh, it my was God. Like, oh, yeah, so I was standing shit. in front of the Redwood Whoops, so I was looking over that berm, and I saw him go down, but I couldn't see what happened. Oh, what man, happened? we could see it. So he went, instead of going inside and hitting those little rollers and doing the jump like everybody was doing every lap, he went just outside of them, hit just like the littlest soft spot I could see because the front wheel all of a sudden just went knifed, and he was oh. he was high side off, dude. Does he have a, Did he have a special line through there? No, was like, no, that was the first time he'd no. done it all no. race. The only thing he was really doing different is, is before he was hitting those three rollers. So instead of like hipping it, he was kind of straightening out. So when he come off the backside, he was already straight yeah. instead of having to fade out. Um, who was I going to talk about? Uh, Sexton had a good ride that first moto, both motos actually, but battled his way through from I don't know where the hell he was that first moto. Yep. Um, Let's he see. rode good today too. I, mean, yeah. I think he had a crash in the second moto, but I think yep. he, I think he looked good. Can we talk about A Ray? Do we have to? You know poor, what pisses me Ray. off, and I want to talk about this, and, and and he happens to be on the list today. Oh boy, here we go. List. Is this going to be like a rant? Well, kind of. All so right. It's kind of deserved. For Let's me, do it. For me, I, as somebody that has been not only going through lappers but also being lapped, if some if you're coming up on a lapper, every single time it's like, oh, oops, I accidentally fo followed them and they cut me off. No. Hit that fucking lapper out of the way every single time. I'm serious. Bro, if, I have, they, if you come at them and they think they're going to hit you, they're going to get out of the way then. Not like, oh, oh, sorry. No, fuck no. Move them. Yeah, A-Race Day started off shit in the first practice because his bike let go. Yeah. No, 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 no. He cased the Rocco's first. Yeah. Well, like, that like framed the fuck out of it. And his bike broke his go. wheel. Broke yeah. his wheel. That's what it was. He framed it like second or third lap of practice, broke his wheel, That'll happen. went and changed that. Literally the next lap he comes around when he's out there, which is towards the end. Comes up Larocco's and like doesn't even jump it, just pulls off the side with a fucking motor just smoking yeah. and gets off. So we saw him walking through the pits and like he, he did the not most look dejected like he was person. He just was like, he, he, he was stumbling yeah. through the pits like a zombie, like like you would see. A That's drunk what he looked person. like in the end of the second moto too. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, I like I like him personally, but yeah. get out of the way. Can we talk about TKTM for a minute? Yep, it's not uh, it's, it's not going well. It's not going well. I mean, you're mm -hmm. talking. Marv had a the, good battle today, but he ain't winning. They're like top, dude. He didn't get by Kenny that second moto, Kenny and, crashed. They had, they and had he a good was bait, a good and he race. was on Kenny's ass. I mean, I I know that, that goes back to what I was just saying about moving people out of the way. When when he when Kenny got up and he Marv was right behind him, he almost like okay, go ahead. Can we talk about oh. Marv's legs are about the size of those tripod legs? That's funny. We well, saw him the yesterday. The thing too is that we know Marv can hit French. people because he uh, yeah. he hit Eli Tomac and he's Rutherford, so we know he can hit people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't yeah, believe he did. I mean, I under I know that Coop and Marv are both in the top ten. Mm. But it's like, it's really frustrating to see. Coop two went seven eight, yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Which is fine, I guess, but it's not. Yeah. It's not Cooper Webb. It's fr it's frustrating because it's like Coop. I understand Supercross and outdoors the are two different over. disciplines, but it's like, bro, there's no way you're this good in Supercross and then you're just in a top ten guy outdoors. Yep. Sorry, that was your sunglasses. Oh, I don't care. So it's Hold frustrating. 
Hey, bro, you want to be on podcast? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was, um, yes. It was. It was I, a day. And I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope Matt Hubert is. Uh, I hope our buddy Matt Hubert is uh, okay. Matt Hubert. He didn't crash. Friend of, friend of the show. He didn't crash. But uh, he, he looked in. like he was on the struggle bus today. He buddy. was struggling hard. And his week started like shit. He went from almost not being in to being in to think he was in to not knowing if he was in, being in, going to the LCQ, winning the LCQ. He won it. Yeah, he won the Concy. Moto aftermath show on the on the top of the box there, buddy. That's cool. Yep. Oh, you owe him a couple nickels then. I owe Bobby Piazza some money. That's why I want to know where Bobby's at. Yeah. That's funny. I don't know. I text him. We'll see. So, uh, Bobby had an okay day. I mean, he, 18th, went, he, he, was, another, he was another dude yeah. from not in to in and A practice to, yeah, 18th in the yeah. first moto. Shout out to Bobby. Uh, that was uh Second moto was a little bit rougher, but whatever. That's yeah. fine. Well, I also think that's the fact that he just he's doing everything and he doesn't get yeah. a chance to train. Yeah. Yep. But 18th, that first moto, man, that shout out to Bobby. That was badass. Yeah, no. Great. Great ride. I don't know if you've ever met him either, Tom. Great, great, great kid. kid. Yeah, he's great kid. uh, him and his girlfriend. The the connection that they have, it's fucking awesome, dude. They're they're Aww. literally yeah, together with awesome, their man. dog Aww. in the band. She's there with him. She's pit boarding for with him, doing his tear offs. Yeah, that's cool. It's bad. I, I like man. that. Like a I mean, like it's a, a, it's a full, Stacey Henry. Yeah, Henry. yeah, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I love it. As I told him yesterday, it's like, uh, do you remember like uh, from last year, Matthias Jorgensen? Yeah. Yeah, it's like him and his chick, like literally yeah, yeah. living in the van, just traveling across country, cool. just doing whatever they could. It'd so. be even cooler yet if you're not from this country. Like to do this, to oh, go yeah. to like Spain and do this racing would be fucking sweet. Yeah, well, unfortunately, the rest of the world doesn't have a sweet ass series like we do. They so. don't have Redbud. Redbud's America. That's also a thing. They do not have Redbud for sure. So, no, but they got Lomo. <laughs> they do have Lomo. We Every, do that bitch. Everybody trains at Lomo. So, uh, yeah. So to wrap scooter. up the day, great day. It was fun. No rain. No the rain. Was Perfect. Get much better than this for Redbud. Wasn't hot. Post COVID, we had a probably the biggest crowd. I think I said this. I think this is the biggest crowd we've had in five years. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, What's that go back to? Sixteen. Yeah. Be close. Yeah. yeah. Racing was really good. good. Um, yeah. The, so the weather here was unusual because last night it was like what seventy at night. It was cool. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was yeah. It was a great night. No rain. So. It was tomorrow's, particularly tomorrow's cool gonna because be hot. tomorrow is going to be hot again. It's yeah. supposed to be like 92 tomorrow. I will not be here tomorrow. When, when I started coming to Red Bud, I was probably seven, eight, somewhere around there. I came, Me and my brother came my first year here with uh, my uncle. And it just so happens to be that this week is my niece and nephew, his kids, my brother's kids. Oh, wow. Their first Red Bud. That's awesome. And it's a perfect yeah. weekend for it, so it's Love pretty it. cool. And it's a weird thing because, like, a lot of strange things keep happening, like, you notice these things, right? There are weird things that happen in the world. For example, we get here, and I go to unload the lo- the the firewood out of the truck and stuff to get the camper set up, whatever. There's five frogs in there. I've never <laughs> seen five frogs in the bed of a truck. That I don't know. Maybe they came from home. I have no idea. But I was like, there are some strange I love things happening on the show because he just <laughs> just would talk about anything. I love it. I love it. I, for, frankly, there people don't want to hear about some dumb robot bullshit they want to hear some real stuff how yeah. was how was camping here last night was it, uh, it wasn't or? quite as wild as usual we, did, I was you, in, did you make your way into the b lot i didn't know the b lot we were always doing more uncle tommy time but it was uh boy we were up till three or something bro i saw a shirt that today that said i survived b lot i love it awesome i've, I've only been in those have been around for a while though yeah i know but like, like the fact that people are still wearing them is like yeah. it's awesome the last time i was in the b lot was when the motocross those nations was here and we you got are pulled brave out. man you are we brave got man. pulled out from the bu- when the motorhome by a dozer and those are things i will never forget yeah so speaking of the motocross the nations it's a rumor and it's not been told pretty, pretty heavy but uh it, we're com- sounds like we're coming back here for 2022. That'll be wild. God, I hope it doesn't rain though. 
If it so, does, that uh, was one of the coolest events I've ever been awesome. to. Except if you were in a big rig, because then you were getting pulled out for about three yeah, days. Yeah, you're bummed about your nice stuff, but <laughs> so, I'm not worried about that. Let me put it that way. So, Southwick, apparently we're calling it America's Sandbox now, which is dumb. Marv could come out and do da damage there, too, though. Marv's really good before. sand. He's won there before. What are our predictions for winners, 250-450? Do we think that Ken Roxon is Ken Roxon? What do you mean by that? He rode good today, but Define, he just got beat. Define he, he it. He is a fast rider, but do we think he's ferocious enough to be himself? No. 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 No, that, that, no. that yeah. Kenny has sailed. Yeah, that true. Kenny's over with. That Kenny, that Kenny left when his arm went into, coop, into yeah, web oh yeah, swing arm. You think so? Yep. Yeah, I do. That, that Kenny is gone. I was thinking it was when his other arm went into uh, making his kid. <laughs> I think that... I think that when you have kids, when you have did you say Blake Sat? What did you just say? Shit! What did Tom. you just say? When you have kids, it changes things. That's did all I'm saying. Did you say Blake Savage just said? What did you say? Yep. Said that was when his when his other arm made his kid. Oh, <laughs> the real baby arm. Oh the the baby arm with no thumb. Yep, that's the one. Wow. All right. So no. I I think that there are a few things that happen like that, and frankly, this is one of my concerns with Zach Osborne potentially not coming back, and I shouldn't even say that because I don't want it to be a thing, but when you have little kids at home and you're putting your life on the line and you might not have the, the speed to do what you need to do after all after the injury, it might be the demise of his career, and I, I would hate to see it because he deserves more. He never really got to use the number one plate, right? And the last person I saw that happen to was Grant Langston, and frankly, he deserved it too, and I, and I don't want to see that for Zach. Yep. Um, but as far as winners go for mm -hmm. Southwick, because I know yeah. that's what you're leaning into, I think Frenchie's going to get it down in the 450 class. Oh, man, he was so good today. It's sad. It's, it's, it hurts me a little bit to say it, but I think he is. Uh, 250 class, I think Jet's going to get it done. Here's my question. Do we have any implants coming in? We got, we got any um, import riders like um, DeSalle? Wait, come on, DeSalle's retired by now. But do we have any guys coming over? No. Not no. that I know DeSalle's of. on the, uh, the off-road Yamaha team over there now. Yeah. He's doing, like, the fucking Dakar-style stuff that That's Shorty cool. does. That stuff's awesome. So, no. It'd be cool, but no. There are some good sand riders over there. Yeah. Maybe Mike Satilli will show up. I wish. I fucking wish that Hurlings would come here. I wish yeah, he would. Too. I really thought, honestly, with that, we were going to get lucky this year, and they were going to end up canceling the GPs, yeah. and he was going to just randomly show up to Paula and start whooping well, ass. Well, you know, when, oh, when Tim, Tim Geyser ever shows up. At the same time, the way he's riding right now, I'm not 100% sure he would have yeah, been he's just, whooping he, ass like he did before. Yeah, he's just yeah. riding himself back into shape. But if Tim Geyser came well, over. I'm still saying. Man, he's looking good. God, he's looking good. Um, so, Tim, yeah, who do you Timmy think G wins? smacking peepees over there in, yeah. in Europe. He is. He is right now, man. He is. It's very impressive. He's going to win that third 450 title. I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, if you get to Paul somewhere. So, wait, hold on. Before we hold on, we, before we move on here, i got to ask you a question. If we get to somewhere like Lommel or something over there, and I have zero idea what the schedule is, I just look uh -huh. and go, oh, there's a highlight, so I'll watch it. Yep. Uh, if Jeffrey doesn't win a moto at, like, say, Lommel mm -hmm. this year, yeah. is, is he done? Is his time just over? No. If he no no because he'll he's keep racing. He's too hungry still. But if he if he doesn't win at, at a track like Lommel, he's not done. But I will definitely say that the old Jeffrey Hurlings has died. It, it's because he's been hurt so much. He's never well, going to get back. It's kind of like and, with Kenny. It's kind of like yeah. Kenny. And that and that neck injury scared him. Yeah. Oh, right. dude. Well, he literally like he was paralyzed. Yeah, he talked about it. Being yeah. he's like, dude, I could Which not move. Which is why move I think he is long. the way he is now because he's. I think he's afraid if he gets hurt again, he yeah. might. Die. Yeah, like Which all I don't, of us. I don't frankly. fucking blame him. I really don't. Like when you're going that fast, he goes a special kind of fast. He does. So yeah, no. If, anyway. if he doesn't win at Lomel, 
Uh, it just tells me that kind of like with Kenny, that the old Jeffrey Hurlings th- is gone, and this is just a patient Jeffrey Hurlings now. This is not just, ah, I'm going out to win by a minute just because I can. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I don't like seeing people hurt. I personally think that he's one of those guys that has a special rider checklist. Oh, he wants to beat Everett's records. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Besides Re- Everett's records, I think that he's one of those guys that has to come to America at least a couple more times. He keeps, or talking, about how, he keeps talking about how he would love to do this whole that fucking kind of series. Stuff. I think at some point we might see that. I think we're going to see Tim Geiser well, before we see Hurley. I don't want to see it be after the prime, though. Yeah. Like, like RV. When he went yeah, but like, here's the thing. Actually, I don't know that we will because I think the only way we would have really seen him here for the whole series is if he went out and he was just doing what he thought he was going to do, which was he moved to the big bikes and he started winning yep. and winning and winning. And see, if he was, if he was, so he's what three years, four years in the big class now. Yeah, and, and he's, he's only got one year, title. And he's a year younger than Kenny. Yeah, so I think if he would have done that, and he's had, and he's you know, say even three out of four championships deep at this point, then I think maybe we could talk a lot more about that. However, see, that's why I think with the fact he's only got one title over there, yeah. I don't think we're gonna see. See, him. and that's why I say that we'll see Tim Geyser before we see Hurlings. If Tim Geiser wraps up his third 450 World Championship this year and he does it in convincing fashion, I mean, you know, you could say he's going for the Cairoli records, this and that, but, like, when you're Tim, you're young, Honda's paying you a lot of money, you've expressed interest in riding Supercross, you go, hey, Honda, throw me a lot of money. I know they got Jet coming up. They got Sexton if Kenny goes. He could say, hey, man, I want to come over and race Supercross and outdoors. You know the Honda will pay him. I could see Timmy doing it. Which I'm going to tell you this right now. If Tim Geiser comes over here. That would be awesome. Good Lord. I wish this, frankly, I think that maybe he, the only time he's ever come to America, Antonio Cairoli, was just here for the MXGP stuff. Gotta love watching to that dude ride here. Though. Although he's kind of up past his prime now, I would love to see him But come he here. just went out and fucking won the overall at Manorly yeah, Basin, true. which yeah. is crazy. True. I love watching that dude ride. I don't think we'll see Cairoli. No, Timmy, no. Timmy G, I could definitely see. I give God, that I probably that. like a 75% probability. Hurlings, I give like maybe like a... 30 percent and, I, and probability. i'd be in a real pickle if tim geyser came over here because then i'd have a hard time trying to figure out who am i rooting for in the 450 class oh god here we go <laughs> but hey actually you know what timmy g if you're listening to this by some miracle please do not come over here because justin's gonna get boner for you and then your career just gonna go to complete shit fuck you he's not thomas covington because every fucking euro he's like so pumped hey, on frenchy i told you about frenchy work. nope Mm-mm, frenchy i was right about oh my god Hunter Lawrence, T Cov, who else of the Is Hunter Lawrence not having okay? Jet Lawrence, I mean. I mean, Hunter's okay. I think that 4 1 had a pretty good day today, but I think yeah. that his best results are ahead of him still. Yeah, so do I. I, hope, I sure as fuck hope so. All right, so, somebody. anyways, my winner for Southwick, uh, go for it. Dylan Ferrandis in the 450 class, and I think the 250 class, I think, I'm just going to say it, I think RJ Fonda gets that fucking win. Because if he doesn't, I don't know what to say. RJ's good in sand, too. God. Tom, who you got? Who you got going for, what's it called? Man. I'm, I want to say 4-1 for, for the 250 class, but it's tough because who the hell knows, really? Yeah, you don't. I've never seen him ride sand like that, but I think they would do just fine. So I'll just take 41 for sure in, okay. the, in, the, in nice. the 250s. I like, and then I like that pick. Did you just say you're taking the 41? Yep. Yeah, 100 warrants. Interesting. I think oh, that Bobby he's going he's gonna to yeah. get pissed off about it soon. God, and I hope so. Some riders, myself tired of his included, brother when you're him. pissed, you better get out of the way. So 450s? Who are you thinking the 450 you know, I have a feeling that maybe uh, we see Eli Tomac come out next weekend. I'm not really again. I'm not I mean, really pulling for him. That's not like a super long shot. See, here's this the thing: is he, is he going to do what he's done the last two rounds and be just really good the first moto yeah. and then win the second moto? Because yeah, that's what he did today. He was just good, but he got beat and then he killed that. Second I think Frenchie's for sure the 
the favorite, right? But I, I think yeah. Eli, for whatever reason, will be the guy. I mean, you got to think Frenchie's a favorite yeah. at yeah, this he's, point. He's so. a favorite, for sure. All right. Anything else, boys, I'm for good. us? I'm good. All right, Tom, thank cool. you for joining us. Hey, good show, boys. Yes, absolutely, sir. Don't go anywhere. We'll be we're, – because we're, we're going down there, too. Oh, yeah. So – because we're not leaving. Red bud. Um, All right. So now, special guest here before we wrap the show up. We have number 637 on the track, number one in your heart. Number one in your heart. Mr. Robert Piazza. Oh, you used his government name. I used used the government name. You used his government name. Whoa, that's serious shit right there. (laughs) What's up, guys? Hey, Bobby. How are we going? Just make sure you hold it kind of close. You don't have to put it on your mouth, but just kind of close. All right. All right. So, sir, you went from... You had a hell of a week because you went from not in to in doing a practice to qualifying straight in to a badass, a badass, badass first moto, model. 18th. I don't. What did you get the second moto? We don't know. Sorry. Uh, 30 second. 30 second. Yeah. What happened the second moto? I blew my load in the first moto. That'll <laughs> See, that's what I, 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 I kind of figured that. You like went over the finish at one point in the first moto, and I think you were shaking. Or the second moto, I'm sorry, I think you were shaking your hand, and he looked at me. He goes, "Yeah, I think Bobby's tightening up pretty uh, good." Yeah, I was cramping the whole moto. Literally, my wrist was cramping to my throttle sticking wide open. <laughs> That's I got a few awesome. sketchy moments, but um, yeah, I just rode her in, and uh, you know. I think I got a uh, 23rd overall. Yeah, that's all that's right, a, man. That's a good day, though, that's, man. Yeah. Well, that first moto was your batch is your best finish, right? In yep. a moto? That's yeah, awesome, Yeah, my dude. best finish was uh, high point 18th, like uh, 2018, I think. That's awesome, Okay. Man. That's awesome. That's awesome, That's a dude. good day. Yeah, I was like, well, I was best. thinking, I was like, he's got to be between, between 18 and 21st. And then when I saw it up on the TV, I was like 18th. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Points. Yeah, three points, points, man. Exactly. Closer to that national number. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. So give us some give us some good juicy details on some sketchy stuff that happened out there, <sighs> either around you, to you, whatever. We need all the juicy details. Yeah, it's all sketchy. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. First moto got off to what like a twenty fifth place start. Uh, was working my way twenty third, twenty second, twenty first. I saw I was in twenty first pretty much the whole moto and. Um, yeah, I just kept clicking them off, man. Uh, I knew if someone's going down, something's going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, I just uh, never gave up and just, like I said, clicking them off. And, yeah, a couple dudes went down, and I ended up 18th. But, yeah, honestly, sketchy moments every time you go around that track. <laughs> how, right. was, how was the track the second moto? Because so we were we were commenting that the track didn't look – it was terrible. Don't get us wrong. But it wasn't – standard red bud terrible that we've seen like years past like not last year because last year was weird too but like you get back to like 19 18 17 16 like they would rip it a whole lot deeper and it was a slot really cross. really like yeah like slot cross and real bad braking bumps etc was it what was it like today especially like second moto i mean don't get me wrong it was pretty rough but <laughs> beat the shit out of me but um yeah the second moto was actually not as rough as the first moto i don't think um I don't know, the track was just getting ro- ridden out, and uh, the braking bumps, I feel like, got a little smaller. They were just a little, it was definitely more choppy, but the braking bumps weren't as big. So it was, um, I was beat Zekamoto since the gate dropped, so like I said, I was just holding on by a thread. Um, but yeah, the track wasn't wasn't so bad like like it was in past years, so it was pretty good. Hmm. What Did it get um, square edgy anywhere? Mesh, we were talking to Meshi after qualifying and he said that it was getting weird because it was getting kind of square edgy in some places um, which isn't normal for red bud 
yeah, a couple spots it was square edges, but um, for the most part it was just a little choppy. Like, I mean, there was big breaking bumps. Don't get me wrong, but um, for the most part it was just choppy, pretty choppy. Okay, cool. And never jumped a leap once all day. No, that's okay. <laughs> you and a lot of that's, other people. That's good. Yeah, I was saving my foot, my ankles, and my body. That's a great idea. Smart. Most people would just add the hell yeah, and go for it. I was gonna. I uh, backed. I was going for it in practice, and I was like, uh, no, <laughs> at the last minute. Hey, man, it's okay. I'm, I mean, I know you were out there racing, so you didn't really get to watch, obviously, because we're right post-race. Um, Ferrandis and uh, uh, AP. AP were the only two jumping it. Yeah, like the whole moto. Noren jumped it pretty consistently, especially in the second moto. Other than that, pretty much no one. Kenny it. framed it, it a half a dozen times and then quit jumping it. And Sexton, I think, framed it a couple times and quit jumping it. Eli so never. Eli did it. I Eli think, once. never. Maybe he did it in practice. Yeah. Once, once in practice, framed it and never jumped it the rest of the day. I mean, you think they'd make the corner better or do something? <laughs> just talking we were about just this. talking just about what this. What do people pay four hundred dollars from seats at the leap and nobody's jumping it all day? Yeah. yeah. Like you think they'd actually make the corner good, so or a little yep. farther away, so everybody can get their speed up and jump the leap. Yeah. yeah, but we were we were know. talking about that because we were talking about how like they pushed it back at one point years ago, and then you had like the first 15 250 guys were all jumping it, which okay, that's too much. It's supposed to be like one of the most badass jumps on this series. Then now they've pulled it in almost too far, where it's like you're getting 99 percent of the 450 guys aren't jumping it, so that's not fucking cool yeah. either. So we need to find like that that nice middle ground where it's doable for like most of the 450 guys and probably maybe like the top 10-ish 250 guys and uh, really make it exciting to watch because yes, I'm, I'm like you. If you pay like $400 to sit in those seats at the top of the leap and no one's jumping the leap after practice, that's no, it's not yeah, fun. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, like you said, coming out, coming before is freaking whooped out and then it's an off, off camber corner to where you got freaking three, four foot deep ruts that you can barely even get through. So it's, <laughs> how are you going to jump it? <laughs> exactly. Now, we, we do have to give you props, too. While you were getting lapped, we, we watched, and you move out of the way very nicely. Yeah, yeah. Very, very nice. Well, most people don't. And we, and we just talked about well, one no, of them. this time I, I knew I was in good position, so I was like, I don't even want to move out the way. I kept getting a blue <laughs> flag for, like, three laps before they even caught me. So I was just, like, kept looking behind my shoulder and just, like, they're not even close to me. Not even, I was just kept pushing and pushing. But until I raid on my rear wheel, I pulled over a little bit and then i just kept going hey that's yeah, all right that, fir man. that first model battle between you meshy for a little bit canning rod bell and i don't know who the other dude was on a cowie but you guys were pretty locked in for i don't know 25 minutes it felt like yeah, yeah it was good yeah we were going at it so um i think canning crashed hand crashed and uh that's what it was, was out. yeah yep. that was another guy yep Hey, all yeah. I'm saying is I guess I got to get better stickers because you went fast enough that you blew the stickers off <laughs> the I? first motor. <laughs> yeah. You like, he goes, hey, the like, stickers are gone. I was like, I didn't even notice. You literally came around. I saw like one flap and I was like, uh-oh, one <laughs> flap. And then you like came around a couple laps later and I was like, well, they're all gone. I didn't even notice. Oh, man. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. So uh, anything else you can think of with him? No, I just want to say good job, man. That, yeah. That was, yeah, man. That, that was, was great. Awesome. I appreciate you guys helping me out, signing me up for this round. Like I said, um. All my other sponsors helped me out. Thank you. And, yeah, man, hopefully uh, get in at Southwick next weekend. I scored some points this weekend. You like the Hell sand? Yeah. yeah, I'm not too bad of a sand rider, but it's going to be gnarly. <laughs> probably be yeah, hot. It's probably going to be hot as shit. Yeah, it's always hot there, dude. <laughs> What's the Instagram handle one more time for everybody? Uh, go look you up. At Bobby Piazza. All right. There you go. There so, you go. everyone, this has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, our immediate reaction right after the Red Bud National. So, again, I say if we 
fucked anything up. If and you will, changes, you, will, you will tell us if we did. Please tell us in the do. comments, but oh, we and, have no and, info other than what we saw. What? And what? cool to that guy that came up and uh, talked to us from New York, Patrick Farrell. Oh, Shout yeah. out to that guy, too. Shout out to that guy, too, that we, we signed his shirt and stuff. So yeah, that, that was, was kind of cool. That was cool. <laughs> that was new. I was like, what? That was new. Gave him some stickers. Anyway, yeah. uh, so thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our sponsors, uh, Dirt Bike Depot, JT Cycle, TLR Coatings, Premier Custom Trailers, BC Pizza. I almost forgot that one, dude. I was like, oh, I got one more, and I'm blanking on it. Uh, episode 173. Thanks for tuning in. For everyone that was looking for a fantasy podcast, we did actually record one last night. We were tired. We didn't. were so tired. We didn't want to do it. There was a request for one. We recorded one. It was about 20 minutes long. The memory card did not save it for some reason. We have no idea why. I went in to make the video before I went to bed, and it was there was just no audio. So and I'll be real honest with you. The way it, we both of our days it. went today, I don't even know if I want to do a fantasy show next week. My fantasy was not great, but we'll get yeah, to that. Thank, thanks, Garrett next March Thursday. Banks for that. Thank you. But Garrett anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. We'll be back next week to wrap up Southwick. We have Dark, Dark Side, Side Dark is Side. on from the uh, Moto X Pod Show, and also Pulp Mex will be on next week with us to talk about Southwick and wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. See everybody next week.